a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, on a special day in May when four nerds, or five nerds in this point, got together to talk about one of the greatest sagas ever told and tried to convince a few of them that the prequels are not complete and total shit. I love Star Trek. And there's Ryan James Eliopoulos <laughs> just going off the walls. It is the Fake Nerd Podcast. I'm Ben Magnet, along with Brandon T. McClure. Is your middle name really James? Yeah. I did not know that. He's been saying it for, what, the past six Hey, my months. name is Ryan James Eliopoulos. <laughs> You've always said Ryan Eliopoulos. Oh, really? Yeah. It's also James. He's said James a few times. It's okay. Sparkplug Wickowitty. Yeah, I thought you were going to rhyme, Ben. I can't rhyme. You, you set it up like a rhyme, a galaxy far, far away on this day in May. Oh, shit. You did. You actually <laughs> legit did. And then, and then you just you just let it fall. You're a so poet, and you I'm, don't even realize apparently it. Apparently so. Yeah. Well, yeah. Later... By the way, Sparks is here via um, hologram. Yeah, he couldn't be here in Oh, that'd be cool person. if he would actually... With, with the Leia bun saying, help you, Obi-Wan Kenobi. And I am Ben. I, Ma- fe- I feel like Brandon would do inappropriate things to me the entire time we were recording. Every Like, he'd just every keep time. messing with my hologram. Every, t- every time. You couldn't stop me. Yeah. And did I introduce myself already? Ben Magnet. Probably. Yeah. Well, I'm Ben Magnet. It is the weekend of May the 4th. Hey, gentlemen, may the 4th be with you. May the 4th be with you. Revenge of the 5th. Revenge of the 6th. <laughs> Live long and prosper. Shut up. Second Star Trek joke. Yeah. Okay, here's my thing. Everyone's, Cinco de Mayo. Everyone I love says it's Revenge of the Fifth because it's the day after the Fourth. I'm like, no, it's Revenge of the Sixth. Reason why? What do people do on Cinco de Mayo? Drink. Exactly. What happens the day after Cinco de Mayo? They poop a lot. They have a hangover, so it's Revenge of the Sixth. You're right, man. That was. <laughs> and also, where that was going. And also, <laughs> Sixth Sith sounds a lot Listen, more let, together. Let me do. Let me be me. You do. So you. the Cinco strikes back. Sure. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, but our main topic today, we have Ken Nabsock. He came by uh, earlier. We got that. We recorded a great uh, conversation with him about talking about Star Wars. Yeah. Oh, hey, if you want to take over the episode, here's my, I love my it. tablet. So sorry. <laughs> You're doing great. You're doing great, Ben. <laughs> sorry. I, I'm not in the driver's seat very often. That's fair. No, but, but he's right. Yeah. We have uh, we had Ken Nabsock a little earlier. You'll hear him in a bit. Uh, mm-hmm. We couldn't get him for the whole thing because he uh, has a life. Um, <laughs> he has things to do. Yeah. <laughs> and we, yeah. we don't. <laughs> not on Sundays. But anyway, uh, but how was your guys' week? It's pretty all right. It's yeah. pretty okay. I'm alive, so I can't complain. I mean, you could. But I won't. Okay. That's pretty good. I can also complain, but I decided not to. I... Oh, sorry. I got. I, so I've been playing a lot of PC games. Oh, I thought you were God. about to complain about something. I was so, so. <laughs> no, it's the, the look on your face just said trigger. No, because like, I just forgot. Like I put so many hours in this last week in a, a real-time strategy games like Warhammer 40,000, Dawn mm-hmm. of War, and Total Warhammer, uh-huh. and like SimCity, and all these games I can never play before. I am familiar with all these Because I haven't games. had a PC in like five years, and I'm like, oh, I've re- welcome to the Master Race, guys. It's great. Oh, no. It's so good. Oh, no. I've been, I've been playing. You. So much God of War. So much God this of War. Is, I think the first time it'll ever happen where like you play a new release game and beat it before me. Yeah. I haven't beat it yet. I mean, you're playing it and I haven't started. Like that's insane to me. There's, Dude, it's such a it's such a weird like it's a great game. It's, it's not the God of War game. Like, it's so weird if you played like the first three games. It's like Last of Us basically. It's it's such a but it, you can see like how it came from. Oh yeah, you you're you're a guy who if you saw a dude you'd kill the dude. To I just want to be left alone, but if you get in my way, I'll murder you. Yeah, it, it, went, it went from murder everything that moves or screw everything that moves Zeus! <laughs> to now it's just like I'm just gonna be just let me be an old hermit, just go away. It's it's really interesting because you can see how he is still the Kratos of the first three games, but you also see Boy. how he's matured a lot. Like he's he's. Not, not matured is the wrong word because he really actually hasn't. How he's, he's aged? He's aged into kind of a, into kind of a hermit. Like he's just like I just 
Is he the Leave me alone. is he the last Jedi, J- J- uh, Luke? No, no. He, he's it's the like last he, god. He killed all the Greek gods, and he, yeah, he did. He killed all the Greek gods, and he went to like and some Titans, Norse mythology, and the and the Norse gods are not happy that there's a Greek god in their midst. Hey, what you doing over still, here, Mister Greek boy? Hey, he's, he's still the god of war. Stop spoiling! I haven't he's, played the game it's yet. It's like the first like two minutes. Okay, okay. Yeah. He's still the he's still the Greek god of war. Mm-hmm. They, uh, Zeus didn't, never took that title away from him. Well, there's no one left to take it away from. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, didn't he just like leave Greece in ruin? Because remember at the end of God of War, oh 3, Greece is wrecked. Dude. Yeah, there's like seven God of War games, including like the PSP games and stuff. And it's like Kratos is just like f's everyone up, and like yeah. the whole world's destroyed. I'm like, oh, he's just gonna move somewhere else now. Yep. <laughs> oh no. And he wants to live as a hermit. Uh, I w- I love. I don't think we're gonna get a whole lot into like how the, I don't know how anything the two about this gods. Game. I don't. Me, me neither. Yeah. Like I, I saw, the trailers only show you like the first five minutes. of Thank the game. Thank God. And um, I I I don't think we're gonna get a whole lot of how the gods like. How how the Norse mythology gods and the Greek mythology gods have coexisted, or maybe they don't. Maybe like it's like an like a like an easy alliance. Maybe or like mm-hmm. how we've how we assume that they just like moved in after afterwards. But it, like it's clear that they've been around for like centuries, and I don't actually think Kratos is alive for centuries. But it, he could be. So I'm I not sure. Know, I don't think so. No. So I don't know um, because well, he is th- a god. There is no specific time jump between God of War One and God of War Two. Well, he becomes a god. He is. He was a mortal man. So yeah. like maybe maybe yeah, like he just stopped aging at no because he's aged in this he's aged yeah well he ascends to godhood mm. in but also God of War so did Logan Logan yeah so maybe like, Kratos is just like a mutant maybe <laughs> maybe he just like aged super slow I don't maybe I don't he know. hasn't aged maybe he just grew a beard and it just made him look older probably uh, but I love the game it's 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 incredible I love the voice acting it's Christopher Judge from Stargate I love Stargate yes so it's really fun it's not to see. the same guy from the original no which is fine uh, did, it, I heard he stepped down actually. So he sound he sounds enough like him, but like Boy. much more emotion in his voice. So I think yeah. it was a good it was a good choice. I, I I've been playing the game. I read some comics. Did you, I read did you some, uh, buy it digitally or, or I bought it physically? I'm gonna borrow it after that. I yeah. I'm probably. Oh, um, I sent you guys the I sent you guys the picture. We're just like so. I met the world serpent. Oh yeah, you sent us the photo. Is it like, a nidhog? I'm so scared. Huh? Is it a nidhog? Because uh, the, the it's like a Norse mythology snake. Is it called the Nidhog? I don't remember. Okay. I think so. But it's just it's a giant. It's yeah. a giant. It's a giant snake that circles the world. It and it talks was, to you. And it was talks to me. And I just I took you guys a picture of it. And I was just like, this is my nightmare. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm terrified of snakes. <laughs> it's just like this like little Kratos on this giant snake in the background. Hey, what's up, guys? It's it's, yeah. it's like staring at you and uh, like a, a moment like it talks to you and it like stares at you and I'm just like, no. <laughs> yeah. Screw this. No, I'm cool. No, Brandon. I went to I'm playing Kingdom Hearts again and I was on uh my PlayStation last night, I was like, oh, let's see who's on. And I see you're all playing God of War. I'm thinking, dude, it's like 2 a.m. and he's still playing God of War. <laughs> this Holy is crap. not branded. What's happening? <laughs> like, I'm, I'm really into this game. I considered calling in sick one time. Hell yeah, dude. That's how no, you know I'm, it's good. I'm looking at this thing like, holy shit, I need to get this game. Like, and wow. it was like, there was a part where it was like, oh my God, am I reaching the end? Is it actually this short? Dude, it's like a 30 hour game. <laughs> was it? And it continued. I was like, oh, oh yeah. my God, I'm so <laughs> into this. <laughs> I, this is how you know I get my money's worth because I played so much of it. Yeah. Hey, Sparks, have you had a week of, of sorts? Um, yeah, you know, I, I've been digesting Infinity War. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that came out. Yeah. It's it's, it's funny you, you asked him, like, he just appeared here yeah. from oh, last week. Um, so it's officially crossed over a billion dollars in a week, which is uh, bananas. Mm-hmm. It's insane. Uh, China, it's not out in China yet, and that's nope. going to get at least another $250 million. Probably. So, like, it might hit $2 billion. It could do it. Yeah. Here's hoping. Here's hoping. Hoping, man. Yeah, hoping. Deserves it. Yeah. Uh, what good thing happened to me? Okay. So... It's not much, but one thing that I really enjoyed was that yesterday I didn't have to set an alarm for anything. So mm. I, I went, I came home from work. I just played some game. I played some Kingdom Hearts, just grinded some items, and then I was like, you know what? I don't need to set an alarm. 
So I just slept. And you know what? When I woke up, it was one of the best feelings ever. It's nice, right? I actually felt somewhat refreshed. I hit my sneeze alarm four times this morning because I didn't want to wake up. I had to hit my sneeze alarm <laughs> oh, a few yesterday times. W- yesterday was free comic book day. Yeah, I didn't it go. It was, and I didn't go. because Sparks, I- did you end up going? I did. What, did you get anything fun? Get anything good? I, I got the previews for Spider-Man and for uh, Avengers and Captain America. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, I got the I got the Avengers Captain America one. I got Bunker, which is Brian K. Vaughn's new, new book that's going to come out weekly from Image. Um, the first Ooh. issue is was completely free. It was awesome. Nice. Um, and I got the um, uh, the DC. I got another DC Nation. Uh, but truthfully, the one I won for is um, they call it the Overwatch comic. But but I I, w- I went for Black Hammer. There's mm. a Dark Horse comic that has like Overwatch on the cover, but it has a Black Hammer story, and it's about it's the Quantum Age, uh, the next comic coming out. I'm Hell so yeah. stoked. So I had to I had to get that one. It was the last one. I was, I l- I was look lucky. at that. Hey Brandon, can I have your extra DC Nation then? Uh, sure. I, guess. <laughs> I forgot. We went to the store today. I forgot. Yeah, I don't have mine either. Store. I gotta go. I'm sure they'll have extras. Yeah, they, have, um, they have tons because DC Nation. I bought DC Nation for 25 cents and I got a free, <laughs> free comic. Yeah. Um, but Brian K. Vaughn. I, I posted this on, on so mad I Instagram, but I got Brian K. Vaughn to sign my first issue of Saga, which has been on my poll list for decades. Same. Yeah. For, has been that long. for like six years now. Yeah. No. Man, I wish uh, he could have signed my Swamp Thing number one. Oh, I was so really bummed. I was. Because I saw that he was going to be at the store on Saturday, and I live an hour and a half away. Yeah. So I'm seriously thinking, it's like, do I? I want to. Because we live an hour away. Yeah, but I traffic maybe. Yeah, but then I was like, nah, I need to sleep because I actually I wasn't feeling good yesterday. Yeah. I was like very my nose was running. Mister, I, I like, felt refreshed when I woke up. Let's do okay. I was when I say yesterday, I actually you meant Friday. In a lie. No, Friday. I wasn't feeling Sweet good Friday. Lies. Shut up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sparks, I'm sorry to cut you off. Anything more you wanted to bring up? No, I'm I'm ready to to dive on in. All right, diving let's, in. Let's, let's, let's do let's, this. Uh, serve up some diners, drive-ins, ding dongs, and ding bongs, and okay, and Cadillacs and converters. Sure, you keep going. That Flux would. capacitors. <laughs> let's uh, let's uh, serve up some bread and butter to our our lovely listeners. Mm, food. Um, so start off. Uh, we got the biggest news of the week, which was, and to be fair, it was a small week. Uh, yeah. DC Universe. Oh yeah, this. So DC has finally announced what their streaming service is going to be called. I was a little shocked that they didn't just co-op DC All Access and just make that an all-encompassing streaming service. Oh yeah. But they but they are now officially calling it DC Universe, which will launch sometime this year. You know, I'm okay with that because All Access means like, hey, here's All Access past everything behind the scenes, whereas the universe is like here are the shows. So. So, but we also got uh, conf- confirmation of four shows. Two of now, which. B- before we you knew. say anything, I'm gonna start crying. Because this is too exciting. I'm going to. No, I'm going, going to listen. I'm going to. Uh, I'll say the best for last. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we knew about Titans. Yeah. Uh, which we've seen. Uh, we've seen some set photos from. We knew about Young Justice Outsiders, which we've heard nothing from. Oh, um, it's good that it's like it's happening. Yeah. yeah. It's still in development. So these are the launch shows. These are the for the for the, the the shows that will come out uh, at least shortly after or during the launch. Uh, we we kind of we had heard about the Harley Quinn uh, show. I didn't know it was this far along to be announced. They released like this. a picture. <laughs> Uh, like a promo piece of art, and it looks pretty good. Yeah, it's really? like 2D animated. I like, seen, I'm kind of looking yeah. forward to this. I've seen right. this yet. So Titans is live action. Young Justice is animated. Harley Quinn is animated, and the fourth show, which surprised everyone, nobody knew about this one. Unbelievable! There is a god, Ryan. There is a god. I have to be <laughs> religious now. Swamp Thing, a live action Swamp Thing series coming from none other than James Wan himself. I, was, I thought. When you sent this to me, I literally thought it was a, like a joke. Yeah, you thought it was fake. I thought it was fake. There's, there's no way this could happen. And to be fair, I thought it was fake too. I was like, "There's no, 
No, no, no, no, this no, 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 no. For, for Swamp Thing, who I really like, mm -hmm. this is a best-case scenario creative team. Because James Wan is, like, the horror guy right now. That dude gets horror better than, than most modern other directors. Like, even if he's producing it, like, that, guy, that dude's name... He's doing Aquaman. He's doing Aquaman. And he did Aquaman. Fast and the Furious, and he did Conjuring. Like, the dude's... When his name's on something, I believe in it. And, like, this is, like, the best news, man. I and can't and it. it's the, the showrunners from Ash vs. Evil Dead. Yeah, Ash vs. Evil Dead. So they got their horror stuff down, yeah. and they know how to do cool monsters. So what's the pitch? Because I, I, I didn't have a long lot of time yes. to write, but, so, Brian, um, you got the pitch So obviously this. Swamp Thing is, is a is a uh, human who got turned into a, a monster. So mm -hmm. it's mostly about a monster, but it looks like this TV show is going to focus on Abby, his wife. Mm -hmm. So uh, when CDC Son researcher... Yes. Anton Arcane? Oh, yeah. When CDC researcher Abby Arcane returns to her childhood home of uh, Homa, Louisiana, in order to investigate a deadly swamp-born virus, she develops a surprising bond with scientist Alec Holland, only to have him tragically taken away from her. But as powerful forces descend upon her hometown, uh, intent on exploiting the swamp's mysterious properties, Abby will discover the swamp pulls mysterious secrets, both horrifying and wondrous, and the potential love of her life might not be dead after all. Oh, I that am is stoked. fucking Swamp Thing. I, I, I use my F-bomb. That is that Swamp Thing, dude. I am so down. And like, I was not a Swamp oh. Thing fan before the New 52. I became one after. And hearing that synopsis, I could it's, not be more down. Here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Uh, I was kind of like, so CBS All Access, I don't have. Because okay. it's only one show, and it's, I only want it for one show. And to me, it's not worth it to pay, uh -huh. to pay a monthly fee for one show that will be gone for most of the year. Yeah. Uh, but this, when I saw this, I was like, that's Young Justice. That's Swamp Thing. I want to check out that Harley Quinn. Yeah, all right. This is worth it. Yeah. I'll buy this. I was just gonna, I was probably going to do it for um, Young Justice just for that. Yep. But now hearing the Swamp Thing synopsis and the team behind it, no, take my money now, please. Sparks, what about you? What do you think about all this? I mean, I'm excited about Swamp Thing. What about yeah. Young Justice? You're not excited about Young Justice? I, I mean, we've talked about Young Justice before. Everybody knows I'm excited about Young Justice. Of course, of course. I'm not, I'm not worried about that. I... I Two shows is not enough to make me want to buy a subscription service, and if I'm being honest, I, I probably wouldn't be paying for it, except the th three of us are going to live in the same building, so we're probably all just going to go in on it together. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Oh, actually, that's a really <laughs> which good I, idea. Which yeah, I find point. acceptable. I'll probably just drive up. We'll just have, like, weekly days with, yeah, uh, so I can drive parties. up and watch Swamp Thing Swamp with you guys. Swamp Thing parties. Yeah, dude, and, like, it, it, Swamp Thing is one of the hardest characters to to not only write, but to, like... Uh, tr uh, uh, what's the word? Uh, adapt. What are like, you talking about? There was a whole TV series. It was great. <sighs> oh man. Yeah. So those those Swamp Thing movies are abysmal. Didn't Wes, Wes Craven did the Wes first Craven one. Did the first Th one. They're god awful bad, and that's and that TV show is like. I almost said Wes Anderson, which is why I paused. <laughs> that I, would be a very different movie. <laughs> I think I actually I remember seeing a Swamp Thing movie on Netflix. Well, the but first I never one tries it. to be a horror. Yeah. The second one is just a flat well, comedy. The, the Swamp. That movie is very much um, Len Wein's Swamp Thing and less Alan Moore's. It's more about the man who is a monster, not like it's an actual monster with no humanity. Mm -hmm. um, so this approach by making Abby the main character and introducing us with Alec, who gets turned into the Swamp Thing, that, that's super cool because it makes me think that when Alec dies early on and we see Swamp Thing, she's not going to know that that's all Alec. Right. So they're going to start bonding like they do in the comic, and then she realizes this is the old love of her life, and it's like rekindled. And man, just thinking about it, it's freaking awesome. Can you imagine if we see like... Anton Arcane. Anton Arcane's one of the scariest villains like that DC has. Like his face, like you know who that character is just from that gr like gross face and his ugly yeah. teeth. Mm -hmm. Like, well, oh, he man. controls the rot, right? Yes. And if they do that, that elemental stuff with the rot and the green, like you could bring Animal Man. You could do so much shit. You can do so much. Animal shit. Man. Animal Man. That would be stuff. great. 
Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm beyond the, like the beyond the walls excited. No, for this. I am so happy Swamp Thing is getting a TV show. I, I think I know I told you guys this before. How when I was on another show, I actually asked Len Wein himself what he thought of if there should be a Swamp Thing show on like Netflix, and he yeah. was like he was down for it. <laughs> yes, I'm glad it's happening, but I'm sad that it's happening with him not in his world. Yeah, yeah, it, it's it right sad. before too. Yeah, um, uh, is it? Oh, it's a, it's a DC streaming thing. So yeah. like yeah. they can do whatever the hell they want with it. Like they yeah. can make it rated R if they wanted to. Like it doesn't have to be. Well, Harley Quinn is rated R. Is it? Yeah. Oh, oh hell yeah. Oh man, this is they, yeah, this the, is more excited. The Harley Quinn uh, animated show is is geared towards more of a, an adult kind of like Rick and Morty kind of Archer. Um, that makes sense. It, I would say the art style is kind of reminiscent of like a Rick and Morty. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, it's probably not gonna be as weird, but no. it is more like rated R. It looks. Yeah. It's man. This is. I'm pretty on board with m- most of these shows. Yeah. I hope Titans looks better than those than those pictures. Me too. But yeah. like, I can't judge it before we see a trailer. Because right True. now, because right now, I'm like. Well, yeah, the odd man out kind of is Titans right now. Yeah, you know, even though it's got all the, a lot of hate <laughs> online for the co- for like the costumes, but of course this is this is during their film. They so they, they, they casted uh, uh, Wonder Girl, Donna Troy. They did. Yeah, they did. like they're they're going hardcore. Like this is going to be like an actual. This isn't going to be Gotham. This is mm-hmm. a effing show with all these real characters. And yeah. I'm like, thank God that they're finally doing it. Thank yeah, goodness. I'm actually honestly like I don't I don't really like the idea of creating a new streaming service. Yeah. Um, we got mainly enough. because we we have enough. But I, honestly, this looks pretty exciting to me. Yeah. I'm I'm pretty excited for a lot of these shows. Hell yeah! Anything more before we move on Any, from anyone? Nope, I'm religious now. <laughs> Going to church after. <laughs> I I would love to eventually see Animal Man Rock World. Hell yeah! Me. We're getting a Swamp Thing TV show, which is arguably one of the hardest guys to tr- to adapt before another Batman movie. Oh How I can't believe it! Come on, DC. Can, do Do you guys think that there? If, is a chance they'll want to specifically with Swamp Thing maybe draw any crossover with the CW shows? No, 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 not the yep. C- not the C- not like Arrow and Flash. Hell no, I don't I think, think so. I think with James. I mean, Wan because being- remember, because remember, like pretty much everything they've done live action has gone into one place at this point as far as television shows. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Black Lightning not yet, but there's a lot of rumors swirling that it will. Yeah, but Titans, Titans can't exist in the Arrowverse. Titans doesn't have to exist in the Arrowverse. It could still exist in the multiverse of the Arrowverse. Mm, that's fair. Yeah. Oh, um, so you mean like that? Like it's a multiverse? I, oh, I do. I mean, oh, okay. I mean, yeah, will yeah. will it be as connected as Supergirl or Legends or or Constantine have been? You know. <laughs> With Swamp Thing, there are so many different interpretations, and like some are much more horror-centric, uh, and the, instead of like, I wouldn't say uh, Scott. Well, Scott Snyder's is a little horror-centric, but like, you don't have to go super crazy hardcore. So if they, I, it doesn't fit with me. Like here's, I, it's, here's, it's hard seeing Swamp Thing next to Grant Gustin. Like that's well. Here's that's my, my point. Thing. Here's my point. I would like to see if it's doing well, Constantine with Swamp Thing. That's well. That's where Constantine is first appeared in Swamp Thing. That's where he's created, right? Which Hell is yeah. why I'm saying if there, if it is part of that world, then we can see Matt Ryan's You're Constantine right. come over. Well, now, we, well, now I'll. Well, have to, um, uh, oh, 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 oh. Do you remember there was a one of the promotional materials for Constantine before it came out that, uh, at Comic Con? They were handing out a business card that had a phone number, and if you called that phone number, Matt Ryan says, "Hey, I'm looking for Alec Holland." Oh shit! Oh shit! And that that Charles Soule's first uh, Swamp Thing run, where where he meets Constantine, it's it, it's that it's like the whiskey tree, and people drink uh, from this tree, and it makes him evil and stuff. Oh yeah, I remember yeah. that issue. And I'm like, man, that's that's Constantine right there. They can have a whole a whole couple of, uh, episodes about that, man. All right, I Ryan. bet I bet like Constantine like, was was because Constantine I think was trying to introduce Spectre and Alec Holland. Yeah, uh, but I think it was canceled before they were able to do that. I think 
it's entirely likely that they could just do this again. All right. I, I, I highly think that if the Swamp Thing show is received well, I, I would love to see it be part of the multiverse, just in the sense that we can see Constantine come over from the yeah, CW. So great. Yeah. Question for you, Ryan. What's up? Which, which, Constantine, which Swamp Thing do you want to see? Alan Moore or Charles Soule? Well, Charles Soule's wouldn't exist without Scott Snyder, so I'm going to say... Uh, well, even Charles Soule's wouldn't exist without Alan Moore. Well, no, but I mean, okay, Scott well, Snyder, it, it did a very different take, and he laid out a lot of stuff that Charles Soule built on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it, they're very... Alan Moore's and, and, and the New 52's Swamp Thing are very, very, very different. Swamp Thing, New 52, is much more of an actual superhero book. Yeah. Um, the reason I'm... I would say probably Scott Snyder's and Charles Soule because Alan Moore's is much more poetic and, and like beautiful and like it, that's that's uh, that's really hard to do. I would like that's to see very them. hard. Yeah, it's, to it's, it's 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 much more artistic and beautiful in, yes. a, in the writing of a novel, but not something that you could expect the quality from in a television I show. I, w- I yeah. would I would like to see them meld. I try to do a, an amalgamation of the yeah. two. Yeah, I mean, you want to take the best elements from. From all versions, yeah. like the all like the uh, like the raw and like the gray, like that's all new stuff. Like uh, Alcon was always and like, it's so uh, good. And, uh, yeah, and, like element of the green, but like all that's all that uh, like the warp stuff. That's all new. That's all new fifty two stuff. And that's like that's really good. Mm-hmm. That's Anton a really good Arcane addition. Was not the Avatar of the Rot until the new fifty two. He no, he was. He's always been. They, they just never. They, hmm. he's been a, he's been like uh, as I understand it, mind you, I've not no, read yeah, Alan Moore's, but as I understand it, he's been attached to death and the rod, but he was never like the Avatar in the yes. same sense that Animal Man is the Avatar yes. of the Red and, and Swamp Thing is the yeah, Avatar. Scott of the Snyder, green. Uh, uh, like super developed all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to say, when Abby Arcane became the Avatar of the Rot. That's my that it's, that's my current uh, PC background is when he has to when he has to kill her. That and broke and my like, heart. He's holding her. Oh, I'm do you like, remember? Uh, and like the, the the trees are poking out of her back. That broke my heart. Do you remember when um when Charles Soule brought them back together and they kiss and they like they melt? Yes. Because uh-huh. they can't touch each other and then they yeah. like reform new bodies. I was like, oh, that's beautiful. It was. All right, let's move on. Then. Yeah. That's more. That's so much Swamp Thing we talked about. I'm so happy. I'm so yeah, happy. Man. Swamp Thing is getting I'm, I'm I'm happy that you're getting the show. Yeah. 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 Um, and I'm looking forward to it as well, yeah. obviously. Well, J.J. Abrams is talking a little bit more about not Cloverfield. Um, yeah. <laughs> he's doing a new a new movie with Julius Avery, uh, the director of the not Cloverfield movie Overlord. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called The Heavy. It's going to be a superhero movie that's going to be subversive and just subversive take and blah, blah, blah. It's going to be, quote, batshit crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Daniel Casey penned the script pen the screenplay for this uh no one information about that is uh but the rumor is already abound that it's a cloverfield movie however jj abrams does say it is not so it's just like a new superhero movie that's over our expectations yeah okay it's the the unbreakable of our time hey man unbreakable is good i've not seen it unbreakable is real good i heard it's great it's my favorite man i haven't seen it man you have to watch unbreakable when we live together man i'm making you i agree this is this is problems it's It's like legitimately like so good there's no there's no making me do it i want to see it and i don't know why it's like his like it's the one like no one ever talks about with him like they always talk about oh man it's it's my favorite same that's the one where samuel jackson runs a comic book store right yeah he's in a wheelchair it's all about it's it's superhero origins in the most realistic setting like ever it's like it's about superheroes develop like becoming who they are but as real people it's, it's about yeah. Everyone, everyone over the past decade who has been like, we want to make a more grounded, more realistic superhero we film. I'm like, it. you can't, you can't, 
you you can't get more grounded or realistic than Unbreakable. Real quick, like no joke. One of my favorite scenes in a movie is is Bruce Willis just he's lifting weights and his and he just keeps saying more and his son just keeps adding weights and he just keeps lifting it and he's like more and he's like dad there's no more weights and he's lifting like a thousand pounds and he's like holy shit and it's very real and very like subtle and I'm like man they don't make they don't do that anymore so that's why I'm really excited for Glass coming out next year. Huh? Yeah. Well, how could? Yeah, dude, go see that movie. I've never, I because I heard of Unbreakable, but I never heard it was a superhero movie. Oh, Glasses, oh yeah, no, we'll oh, we'll man. we'll watch it. We'll we'll get into this another day. Holy yeah. shit! All right, uh, but yeah. So, what do we think about the heavy? I mean, as there's far literally as we no can, info. Yeah. I I don't I don't care. Right we got to see Overlord, not Cloverfield first. Yeah. All right, then let's get into some trailers. Ooh, ooh. So light news week, obviously. Ant Man and the Wasp released a trailer this week. It looks great. Yeah, it does, dude. It does. Okay, so uh, Ghost. Can I, can I tell you guys about Ghost real quick? Yeah. Uh, no, you cannot. Just like, uh, 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 who else? Uh, like Than. Oh, Taskmaster. So you guys recently uh, read some Taskmaster, and Taskmaster is super cool, like a very C-less villain. Ghost is, is Iron Man's, like, one of the lowest villains, but it's so cool because he can phase through walls, and he's always, like, stealing Tony shit. And it's a lady in this one, and she's doing, like, quantum realm stuff. Man, it looks so cool. Ghost she- is so cool. Uh, she's she's working with Pimtech. Yes, and she um, uh, I guess she gets like imbued with the quantum realm I or something like that. That's why I think yeah, I don't think she can phase before. Maybe like the quantum stuff is how she's able to phase. Yeah, in the comics, there's just technology. Yeah, um, but yeah, I'm really looking forward to this one. A lot I, of I size like, jokes. I like seeing one. um, I like seeing uh, Ant Man like uh, a giant man like skate along with a with a car. <laughs> I thought that was fun. A lot of a lot of great physical like, comedy. A lot of great like physical comedy with the uh, with the growing and the shrinking. I thought that was a lot of fun. And of course with that scene with Lawrence Fishburne's like, hey what was your record? Twenty twenty two? What's yours? Sixty five. What so we uh, get his stupid little laugh from Civil War again. <laughs> <laughs> it's the exact same laugh too. Exact I'm like, same laugh. Oh no guys. It's reminds me of like Tom Cruise in the mummy. <laughs> 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 I mean, it makes sense when it's a trailer. No, I you know. know. You're cutting in that audio. They don't have the final audio cut for Ant-Man. And the hey, guys. Yeah. So Lawrence Fishburne's the bad guy, right? Goliath? Yeah. You know, I don't think so. I think it's going to be a situation where he, because he's not, he used to work with Pim, right? Yeah. And he's not rich, and he works at a school. I think he's going to be angry, and he's going to he's gonna be a, be a mean Goliath. Do you, How do you think Janet Maybe. fits in? How do I think who? How do you think how do we think Janet fits in? Do you think She's do we think that we have the rumor is that Janet is a villain in this? Do we think that, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so either. I don't think so. I'm, what, I'm very yeah. nervous about it. I'm very, very nervous about her being like messed up from being inside the quantum realm to the point that she's dangerous and villainous and I hope that's not what happens, so, but I, I have a horrible feeling in the pit of my stomach it is. Same. So I I ha- I, she's she's not. I don't think she's gonna be bad, and I don't want to say any more because of Avengers: Infinity War and Avengers Four, and Sebastian Stan spoiled some shit. So I'm not gonna say any more. But I don't think she's the bad guy. Um, I and Sebastian Stan. Why did I read that article? Yeah, why did you read that article? Because I because stop. Get off the internet. I know. I mean, but that's that's also assuming Sebastian Stan's right. That not is true. No, it's it's. No, I, I, I literally don't want to say anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's, I don't. That's fair. You told us, and I don't want you to say anymore. Um, um I'm trying to forget it. Actually, did I? Yeah. Uh well, do you, you don't remember? I, I'm. You never told me. Did I? Okay, you you I were in the room with me. Then he has a terrible memory. That's great. I, love I wish I was you. I I uh I think Ghost looks really cool. I think all the physical comedy looks really great. Uh, Evangeline Lily like kicks ass in this movie. She looks great. She, she looks, looks great. so good. She looks great. Um, so yeah, I mean it's. 
I think we're all in the general consensus of that it takes place before Infinity War. 100%. Um, oh, 100,000. I, I want to speculate a little bit on the uh, the post-credits tease. Uh, I think the post-credits tease will be someone disappearing. Uh, and Ooh. I would really like to see... I really want the Ant-Man and the Wasp and the Captain Marvel post-credits tease to just be like... Like like the Captain Marvel one, I want it to be like the other side. Like she oh, receives yeah, a page. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably what it will be. Right? I really wanted. It's to like do that. twenty years later. Oh, I really wanted to be that, and I think you know at the end. Uh, See, I can't imagine at the end of Ant Man and the Wasp post credit scene. So like Infinity War is like a big old bummer, um, and it kind of ends like uh, the post credit scene. It's kind of like a li- like a ray of hope, right? Mm-hmm. So then you're getting Ant Man, and I think like it's not going to touch Infinity War. It's going to be a lighter, happier movie. I don't know if you want to end it with like. Oh, here's Infinity do remember, War. Do you remember the post-credit scene of Ant-Man? It was Civil War, right? Civil, yeah, War. Civil War. Oh, you're right. Yeah, but it wasn't like watching somebody disintegrate. It was just, it was yeah. just Falcon hey, saying he knows stuff the is happening in Civil War. Go check that out. Yeah, just, it wasn't yeah. like it wasn't like. Uh, oh, hey, Cassie, it's your birthday again. Cassie, and then she's just <laughs> oh my the god, dust oh. she's standing there. That's that's a very different post-credit scene. Yeah, I just don't think. I mean, it makes sense. Like you know, you know who gonna, it makes yeah. sense. You know who it would probably make sense for them to disintegrate in the post-credit scene is probably uh, Janet, because they like just get her back oh, if she's not evil. Oh, the, and then she just. Up. I think that'd be too. I think that'd be bad. A bad idea. Because you literally do just get her back, and then oh, we're just gonna lose her again. Like, what about Hank? How yeah. about Hank disintegrates? No, I think I think Hank disintegrates. That's my actual. I just don't know if there's gonna be any Hank Infinity War stuff. I mean, it would make sense, but I don't know if it's like tonally like. Well, you just watch but all the these po- characters but now. The you know, I, I, the don't, I don't scene, think the post-credit scene doesn't need to be part of the movie. That's the thing that 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 yeah. the Marvel films the Marvel films are always about the post-credit scenes teasing in the next one. Yeah, that's true. The and, next one and, would be Infinity War Part Two. No, and I, I agree. And I also, I don't think that it needs to be so on the nose. Uh, I think that it could be just as simple as like, you've got Hope coming back to where Hank is, and she can't find him. Yes. And meanwhile, you're cutting to Scott coming back to where he was, and he can't find Cassie, and he can't find her mom, and he can't find the cop. And and that's really all you'd need, yeah, is true. them recognizing that there's no one there. And you saw Infinity War. You know what that means. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I do. All right. Well, let's move on to the next trailer. Oop. Teen Titans go to the movies. <laughs> oh. I'm going to be honest. This trailer looked pretty funny. It's I kind of want to see it I did now. not watch it. It's cute. Uh, I'm still not. I'm still just like not for me. The beginning. See, I think this one is for me now. Yeah. Like I'm watching the beginning and it's like uh, the plot is everyone is getting a movie we want except em- for the Teen Titans. Mm-hmm. I really hope there's a joke about Cyborg. Being in Justice League, oh, it's got to be. They right. actually um, do have a, a BVS joke. It's Batman versus Joker, Yawn of Justice. Yeah, <laughs> and then the, there's like the they're watching it in the beginning. They're watching a trailer for, and it's got R. And Rob was like, "Yes, finally I have a movie. It's Alfred, the movie." <laughs> and I, I like I like that idea a lot. I like the idea that the the concept is we're yeah everyone's getting a movie and like it's a, kind of what we talk about like the the DC dartboard. Yeah, like what we what, like DC is like throwing darts and making movies out of all these characters. What if you secretly now like Teen Titans Go? Oh, see, I, I actually don't deny that I that I don't dislike Teen Titans Go. Oh, okay. Because I I've seen a couple of episodes and I think it's pretty funny. I just prefer the original Teen Titans show. Oh, of course. Yeah. Um, and the fact that it's the same. This if it was like different voice cast, I probably wouldn't mind it nearly as much. Uh, it's it is it is geared younger, yeah. But it, uh, some of the humors, especially some of the meta humor, I've actually found to be quite 
quite fun. Like when Control Freak shows them the previous Teen Titans show. Yeah, that's the one I always go to. Yeah. And they're always like, we were so cool. What happened? Or the episode where they meet their own voice actors. Uh, or the episode where they meet the Young Justice characters. Really? Yeah, that was pretty that fun. Uh, but Jimmy Kimmel is playing Batman. Really? Which was announced this week. Interesting. Huh. All right. Well, we actually did get to hear Nick Cage as Superman. Yeah, we did. That was pretty cool. Aw. Yeah, did you watch this? <laughs> I did. I just don't remember it. Yeah, Nick Cage I just, I just like, I had it in the background. You hear that? That's fair. But the yeah. thing that I actually really was bummed out by this trailer is that Will Arnett is playing Deathstroke, or yeah. Slade, really. Yeah. And I'm really bummed that they didn't get Ron Perlman, because they got all the original actors from the original show to play their respective characters. He's also been a Batman. Why get another guy who's been in that universe? Exactly. That's He's Will Arnett's Lego Batman, yeah. so him to be... Um, uh, Slade, which they confused as Deadpool, which I thought that joke was hilarious. That was that was that, that was good. Yeah, but I was really like I kind of that hope- joke landed better for me than the Thanos joke in the Deadpool trailer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. But not but hearing Will Arnett's voice and not hearing Ron Perlman's very soothed baritone voice as a um as a comedic villain. To be fair. Ron Perlman as Deathstroke in that original show is terrifying. As Slade, oh, scared. So me. you you want to go for a more comedic take, which I understand. I'm not angry at the decision. I'm just a little bummed. It's but a little I, strange, but I do see where they're coming from. Yeah, it's it is a little strange because they have gotten the ri- entire original voice cast. Yeah, but Slade as uh, but Ron Perlman as Slade in the original Teen Titans show downright terrifying. Whereas. Uh, Will Arnett as uh, Slade in this one is like, you know what? Yeah, I could see the jokes. Like he's there's a joke trailer. Like, what are you gonna do? Give me fart jokes or annoy with your waffles? And then like Cyborg, Cyborg puts away waffles. Yeah, they're like he's like kicking. He's like moving his foot to the waffle to the side so it's out of frame. And I also really like the posters, the marketing campaign for this, where it has the the live action Justice League characters <laughs> uh, actors with the animated version with the animated Teen Titans guys. That's cute. And again, no Cyborg joke. I feel like they're really missing a mark on that one. Uh, maybe they don't want to. Maybe they just don't want to do it. Yeah, yeah, probably not. They gotta, they gotta make sure Cyborg is like 100 percent like in good in like. We gotta make sure people like Cyborg. Yeah, give him no nothing. Um, yeah, I might go see this one actually. And with Movie Pass, honestly, I don't, have, I have no excuse not I'm, to. I'm, I might give this a watch. Yeah. Um, Robin Netflix. Hood. I would, I would probably only go if I went with you guys. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, so Robin Hood also released a trailer. This is a movie we've been hearing a little bit about for a little while. It hasn't really gone on our, our radar, but it's Taron Egerton as a, from Kingsman as a Robin of Loxley, um, who uh, Ben thought was a little, was a Prince, John. Prince John. Yeah. That was weird. That was weird. They never say it. And then, of course, at the very end, he was Robin Hood. I was thinking, wait, so... He's just a... He's just a Robin Hood's a rich dude. But he, he was always portrayed I, as I a poor guy. I understood why Ben thought that. Robin Hood should actually never be portrayed as a, as a poor guy because he's not. He's actually he was in the uh, um, 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 <laughs> um, Ridley Scott one. I never saw the Ridley Scott one. It was all right. No, but Robin Hood. Oh my god, I have as much care for that movie as I do this movie. The Robin <laughs> yeah, Hood, I know, right? It's kind of the same. Robin Hood is a noble. He's actually incredibly rich. I never knew that. That's the that's the story again, of Robin Hood. Again, the basis of Batman and Green Arrow. Yes. He was he was his own wealthy man who just thought that what the others were doing was wrong. Well, mm. apparently my Robin Hood knowledge has been wrong all my time. I mean that's fair. Life. Like all okay. movies like uh, the movies like the Kurt Russell run or the or the Ridley Scott one. They, not Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. Um, the other guy. Mel Brooks. Nope. <laughs> Love that movie. Yeah. That movie's great. Oh, Kevin uh, Costner. Kevin Costner. Yeah, that's yeah, the one. Yeah. Don't even um, try an accent, dude. <laughs> but yeah, they always portray him as a, as a commoner. Yeah. Um, the 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 BBC show too. That's one of my my favorites. Uh, they they show him as like he owns his own chunk of land. Yeah. Uh, but he speaks out 
the, the sheriff doesn't like him because he publicly, you know, like, is like, I'm not going to pay the taxes. And so then he's, uh, you know, excommunicated from like the, the, the rich circle and everything. And that's, that's, he becomes Robin Hood to help out yeah. the poor. So this trailer is the definition of mediocrity. <laughs> See, I didn't hate it. I, 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 would, say, it's I just, would say it's the definition of average. Uh, sorry, average. That's the better word. It's See, just like I think it's fair, fairly average. It's just like it was fine. There's nothing unique about this at all. They just it turned... looks like this movie should have come out around the same time that the original that the, that the Mask of Zorro came out. Oh, like the late yeah. 90s? <laughs> yeah. 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 No, this movie it's like movie. really actionizes Robin Hood. I mean, there's a scene where some guards are taking crossbows and they're loading them like they're automatic weapons. Yeah. I'm thinking, did, you, did you say reactionizes? I don't know. Did I don't you, know. Yeah, actually, did you? No, I think... It, <laughs> I'll allow it. <laughs> I like it. No, I was just it, curious. I was like, did, did he uh, just say that? Yeah, I think President I did. President Bush over here. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. No, okay, so it... Nuclear. It over-actionizes. Does Hang that on. make sense? It looks like it's... Yeah, yeah no, I get you. Yes. I get you. Yeah, it's kind of like what Guy Ritchie was trying to do with King Arthur. Boo. It is. Yeah, boo. It is. It, it's got a lot of the same kind of cinematography that that King Arthur movie Less has. Less Led Zeppelin, though. Um, yeah. It looks fine. Like, I mean, I I will give it a shot because I like Taron Edgerton. And so I, do I. I, I. That's why I'm, like, bummed out because it's like, I also like him and I want him to break out and do more stuff, but, like, this movie just looks like Get ready for that Elton John Boring. biopic. Get ready for that Elton John oh, biopic. I'm I'm ready for that. Wait, is he gonna play Elton this John? He's gonna play Elton John. I am so down. And he's already been in a movie. And he was with in a movie with Elton John too. I love it. This looks like the movie that we would all just sit down and it's like, what do you guys want to watch? And we scroll through and it's like, oh, hey, there's that Robin Hood movie. Which one? Yeah, we the never saw that. The the nineteen ninety seven, the twenty ten, the twenty eighteen. No, 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 no. You know the one with the Kingsman guy. Oh yeah, let's put that on. Uh, you guys no. want to? You guys want to? You know, maybe drink a little, smoke a little. Hell yeah. yeah. And change that's the exactly movie while what we're this at level, it. That's exactly what the level of this movie seems to be. I hope I'm wrong. Yeah. I really do. Like, uh, I think Jamie Foxx is a cool guy. Yeah. He plays yeah. Little John. Yeah. I was about to ask if he was going to be yeah. Little John. Yeah. Um, uh, ben uh, Mendo. Ben Mendelsohn. Call him Mendo. Uh, he's in this. I like him a lot. He's just being a bad is guy. Is he again. Prince John sheriff, or is he the sheriff? sheriff. He's the sheriff, sheriff of Rockingham. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Who um, was Prince John? I don't know. Uh, you, you, you don't so always Prince see John. Prince John. True, you don't. The sheriff is the bad guy in the Robin Hood story, True. not Prince John. Well, well, Prince John's bad too. Well, yeah, but I'll, like the, honestly, the, the main. The all main I really adventures. remember from Robin Hood is the Disney movie. I love foxes. That's the best. <laughs> there was best no singing Hood. rooster in this trailer, so I am. Yeah, I'm out. I am uh, definitely disappointed. I did. I, Robin Hood and Little John walking through the forest. And even in the okay, the, wait. Um, I just pictured Disney's live-action Robin Hood with the animals. I'll and, yes, please. And holy <laughs> crap! <laughs> no, and even in the Russell Crowe Ridley Scott version of Robin Hood, Prince John there was, was a rooster. No, yeah, a there battle was a rooster, rooster. <laughs> but there wasn't a lot of Sheriff Nottingham. It was more Prince John. Prince John was the antagonizer. Well, you and, don't always want right, to do he, the same thing. Who's the bad guy and uh, who plays him? Do you know what I actor? can't remember? Oh, okay, cool. All I know is that Russell Crowe was in it. I went and saw it, then I went and stuck I in remember, Iron Man. Oh no, I saw it. Did you? I saw that movie. Yeah, it's forgettable, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's <laughs> like a Lord, there's like a Lord of the Rings scene where like armies are clashing. I'm like, yeah. yeah, that's what I when I think of Robin Hood, I think of armies clashing. Yeah, and together. it wasn't. He didn't pick up the bow until the very end when Prince John calls him an outlaw. Where he picked hey, up the guys, bow. can we just agree that this would not be as good as Robin Hood Men in Tights? That's the greatest movie that ever is the made. Best. I love Dave Chappelle. <laughs> The scene where like they do the whips and then all the like, they whip all the hands and the fingers come and going f you. The greatest fight scene. Yes, 
I think we can yes. all agree on that. The greatest fight scene of all time is 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 at the end where they're fighting in like the river and they have sticks and they just keep breaking that the so or the swords. That's down. not at the end. It's the beginning. Is that the beginning? It's the beginning. Man, my my memory's what? bad. We are man, men. Man, you need to watch that movie again. I do. Hey guys, we are men. Men in tights, tight tights, tighty tights. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a great movie. I love that um, movie so much. Well, also a trailer for the new Castle Rock. Oh, uh, a resident Stephen on. King Shut expert. <laughs> no wonder you guys mentioned that. I saw it was by Stephen King. I was thinking, oh shit. Uh, it's written by Mark Bernardin, who uh, who did some comics. No but kidding. It, yeah, this is like his first like big TV show. Oh, that's I didn't it. know that. That's why I'm really excited for it because that dude's a. a I was under guy. the impression that this was anthology, but I don't get that impression from the t- from the trailer. I think it's yeah, it's not an anthology, but it just it's a collection of a lot of different shit. Hmm. Put into now, one thing. Now, Ben, can you yes. describe exactly what what Stephen King wants to achieve with Castle Rock? <laughs> Well, Castle Rock is a quaint little town in Colorado. I've actually been there before. Really? Yeah. And, uh, well, there's a town <laughs> so called, you're an called expert. Castle Rock. You don't even know it. <laughs> and apparently, some uh, crazy ass shit goes down. So, Stephen King just wants to scare the living crap out of you while also being philosophical. It's all right. I've just blown smoke out my ass right yeah. now. I have no idea what the fudge is going on. Yeah. It's a, it's a crazy town. Got a lot of mysteries. Yeah. Like, original, like, um, who's the narrator? Was that Martin Sheen as the narrator in the trailer? Mm. I don't remember. I don't remember. Sounded a little like him. But he was talking about how Ca- we don't know what Castle Rock's original <laughs> sin was. Was it the pi- the Puritans oh, original who sin, the Fury. Mills who came and scraped the earth, and I guess some crease. Like, there's a scene where the Castle Rock uh, high school mascot is on the roof. Yeah, and he, oh, just and he commits suicide. That's like suicide. the omen, dude. It's like the omen. Hey, I wanna, I wanna just take a minute yeah. to just make an appreciation comment what? to uh, Ryan Eliopoulos. What? what? Um, we had a we had a review months ago, months, 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 months. ago that said a uh, lot of deep cuts galore. And <laughs> oh. you know what I love so much about Ryan? What? You can just say something like original sin and Ryan just oh, comes yeah. out and says Nick Fury. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like shit. Like that's like that two is, people on the earth will understand that. <laughs> Like, that is just the kind of deep cuts that people come here for. I read the stupid ass article that that you know that character that shows up in the cloak from Infinity War. Yeah, people are like, "Oh, is this the new unseen in the Marvel?" And I'm like, "Stop it! Stop it! Stop Shut it! Up, guys. Stop it!" Sorry, <laughs> no, that is totally fine. Anyway, more about Castle sorry. Rock. Get into Castle Rock. Uh, the, I Resident Stephen King expert. Shut up. I honestly, I got nothing. Yeah, it just it looks it's like a nice it's a nice trailer. It nice looks good. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Although, truth be told, if you guys keep calling me the Resident Evil King expert, I'm kind of scared when we do our uh, holiday um, gift exchange. I'm gonna get shit. I'm not gonna say a word. It's too late. You already did. Uh, you guys, just did it. New packs. No, I'm no, get you no. Like an stop omnibus. it. Stop it. Stop it. It's not on Snapchat. You can't do it. It's not on Snapchat. <laughs> it's That's true. It's, it's on not the... on Snapchat. It's not allowed. I guess it, it is on the show though. Yeah. Oh, it's permanent. Snapchat's it, never. It better all be different books. Oh my God! We seen him seven, seven you, the stands. You need to stop talking because you are not going to enjoy. What's Christmas. the biggest? No, like, I'm not. Is it his biggest book? A thousand? We'll get like ten its. Yes, it's like a hundred pounds. Yes. Oh shit! Uh, Sparks, uh, anything more to add on Castle Rock? I I kind of don't want. This is one of those things where I don't really want to dwell on it or think on it much. I kind of just want to go in and watch it. Yeah. Yeah. So I I, I I I like I watched this trailer, but I didn't like try to analyze or think about it too much. Same. I'm just like, I, I just kind of want to see this. I just know I want to see this and I kind of want to let it, let the mystery happen to me. I really enjoyed the, the narration. I've talked about the town. Like mm-hmm. we don't know like how yeah. it started or what, like you said, the original scene yeah. was. I'm like, that's spooky. It's got a good spooky narration. Yeah. Uh, good stuff. So Red Dead Redemption 2. I yes! know you guys wanted to bring that up. Oh yes, we do. Like, oh my God. Like every, Rockstar releases a game like every six years. Mm-hmm. 
but every time they do, it's like the greatest game ever made. Yeah, the last one they released was Grand Theft Auto Five, yeah. and that has become one it's of the, the highest best selling se- game of all yeah. time, basically. Um, yeah, dude, it's just like uh, the, the it looks so good. The Cowboys look great. Mm-hmm. The the effects look great. Like it's 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 the sequel prequel actually. Now, funny thing is, is that wanted. funny thing is for Red Dead because a lot of people are asking about it is um, when the first game came out. And they were asking, it's like, wait, because the, the t- tagline of the book or in the back of the box art was the Old West is dying because it, it took place in, what, 1902? It's, yeah, and it's like literally the, like, like cities are being built, like, mm-hmm. and, and it's like cars are being around, but, but like, the, it's now the, it's the last bastion of the, the official turn of the century. Yeah. And this one takes place in... 1899. Yeah, 1899. So, John Martian's back. Hell yeah, looking good, baby. Got those uh-huh. cars. So, Gotta get those cars. I'm really looking forward to this game. So I'm mostly excited for this because after GTA V, they did GTA Online, and mm-hmm. it's it's one of the most robust. Uh, 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 there's so much to do in GTA Online; it's insane, and the cust- the customizability, customizability. It's not a word, whatever. It's insane, and they keep and they keep adding to it. Mm-hmm. And they and you can do like heists and stuff. They specifically said you're gonna have to, you're gonna do train heists, you're gonna do oh. bank robberies, but like in the old west, you're gonna have to like get a bunch of your homies with horses and like go on trains and stuff. And I'm like, that's all I want to do. You I just want to rob. Thanks with you guys. I was never really into GTA Online. I want this. Dude, it's awesome. Yeah, actually, I've wanted Red Dead Redemption for a long time, but now knowing that this is a prequel, I might get this one actually. No, I was never anyway. really into GTA Online, but hearing a, a Red Dead Redemption Online, if they start doing that, yeah. I am like, so when they, down. When they added Heist, and there's like these really like insane, like you have to like really like calculate and like talk to your teammates and like do all this shit and mm-hmm. like just rob, I'm just so excited, like rob trains. That's the coolest thing. We could be bandits. We could be bandits. Let's just to be clear, you're not talking about really robbing a train. We are going in the do game. Do trains to rob even train. exist anymore? Yes. Okay. They mm-hmm. do. They do, but no, we're talking about a video game. Yeah. We're not talking about actually going to no, rob. Just so we n- we're not on a watch list. The fake, yeah. the fake nerd guys are gonna have a little posse. The, the fake nerd posse. <laughs> in the in the game. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Also, kind of like how we are the faketh nerd gentlemen on Monster Hunter. Yes. Sparks, uh, Red Dead Redemption. I I have played very little of the other, and I enjoyed it, but I haven't followed through. On playing more of it, so I'm I'm into this, but I also know myself with new video games. It takes me a while to get around, so mm-hmm. it's exciting, but yeah. probably a long ways off from me playing it. And, and those games are always like a thousand hours long. Oh yeah, so like they're yeah. super long with all the stuff you could do. Yeah, open world, baby. Yeah. All right, well that'll do it for our news. Quick, quick and quick and out, just like I like my sex. Um, <laughs> Woo! <laughs> I don't know where that came from. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, yeah, we know it's so quick. Oh, I don't think we're who you need to apologize to. Daryl. Oh, all right. You, you set yourself up. Yeah, you I did. did. All right. Well, that'll do it for the news section. So we're going to go into. Wait, there's our not an announcement. Was that just a joke? There's not an announcement. No. Oh, I thought you said you have an announcement. I did. Did I? Oh, I thought like like real quick. No. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry if I misled you, audience. No, that's that's just me. (laughs) Um, No, so we're going to go into our topic, and we pre-recorded the topic uh, earlier today. Um, So uh, I guess, you know. Enjoy. Take it away past us. Star Wars. And for our main topic today, we're joined by Ken Knapsack. Hey, look at this. How's I'm going, living man? in the flesh here. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. I'm staring at your uh, your studio's DVD collection, and I'm quite yeah. It's, hey, there's Blu-rays there. It's uh, insane. VHS. <laughs> yeah, I see them. I actually but have nice. a Stranger Things disguise as a VHS. That's that's, that's pretty cool. cool. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, how you ha- doing, man? Uh, happy to be here. Yeah. Feeling good. Ready to talk some Star Wars. Yeah, we oh, just yeah. missed you at the comic book store. Literally, I think I was entering the parking lot from uh, Reseda. Yeah. yeah. And you guys were pulling out. That's funny. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Small Earth world, yeah. to Northridge, kids. Yeah, man. It's good shop. Good, good shop. shop. That's my good shop. Stuff. Oh, I love that store. 
Yeah. I mean, I live in North Virginia more, but I still go there. I, me too. I, yeah. I sometimes take 40 minutes to drive there. Damn, dog. Yeah, yeah. same. I mean, like, <laughs> yeah. He, he, um, he lives an hour away, and he just opened up a new pull list. Oh, yeah, you did. Good, <laughs> good man. Good well, man. Well, you're here every, like every Sunday, so like, you know. Well, yeah, when I was time. going to school, I lived on campus, so for me, it was like a 10-minute walk or a 15, 20-minute right, walk right, from my right. dorm, so it's like, might as well. You hit that uh, Wiener Central across the street up on, yeah. uh, you know, uh, uh, Nordoff. Yeah. What's the Blue Moon? I didn't go there a lot. <laughs> I was you're actually, not big on the schnitzels? No, I went to Chipotle most of the time. Oh. oh. Your butthole apologizes. For so that's yeah. actually where you and I met, because you were a customer of mine. Yes, yes. When I was working my day job as the security director of Northridge Mall for 12 years. You always so? come in wearing the nice a suits. suit, and uh, right. I go to the comic shop. Occasionally, bring my my girlfriend at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, would come in, and we were dressed business. And I think I think uh, it took a while for people to realize what what's the what's the weird old people in here <laughs> reading comics. And uh, uh, but but yeah, for a number of years. Yeah, and you're a, you're the number one Star Wars fan, as I know it. Oh, I'm yeah. like five. There's like I don't know, man. We saw you yeah. compete at the at the sh- that the, was so cool. The Star Wars Smowdown. Oh, like were you, the, yeah, you were at the live Iron yeah, Man. Yeah, that's the yeah. craziest yeah. shit I've ever seen. Yeah. Like I thought I was a nerd, man. Yeah. Yeah. Same like, here. You got, like, I was skills. I was trying to answer questions that you and um your competitor whose name escapes me was it Whitworth. Sam Sam yeah. Whitworth. Yeah, yeah, Sam Whitworth. It was you and Sam Whitworth. Sam Whitworth. And I was trying to answer questions like the question of like, hey, what's the name of the librarian from Attack the Clones? I'm sitting going. They say her name in the movie. <laughs> nah, well, you know what's funny? I actually don't think they do. Jocasta New is obviously the name, but um, there's been some controversy on, on the the movie trivia Star Wars showdowns of unless it's in the movie, should it count as a question? Oh, interesting. Oh. And I always say the example. One of my favorite characters in Star Wars is is Moff Jared Gerard. Who ran the second Death Star? They don't say his name ever, but his name's in the credits. I didn't even know that was a person. Nope. Yeah, yeah. So, so like, this is the guy who ran the second. I didn't even know about the guy who ran the <laughs> second that Death Star. Had to. Was that not Darth Vader? No. I no, thought no, it was. No. The, I thought the second Death Star was just there. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's got to run it, man. Someone's <laughs> got to run it. Administration. Someone's got to get your like payroll. executive branch. You tell me these things, and I'm all of a sudden like, oh no, that makes sense. Because yeah. Tarkin, yeah. he ran yeah. the first one. But yeah, but watching yeah. you guys at the Schmodown Spectacular, I'm sitting there going, I I know nothing. I am. I was sitting there thinking, I am now Jon Snow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. All right. So we've established like. your Star Wars sure. credentials. Yeah. By the way, I have a process to do this. I'm not worthy. Oh yeah. no, no. He's no, wearing no. a Star Wars shirt. <laughs> I just. Uh, oh, yeah, I yeah. love that. That's good. Uh, got a good uh, add-on on there. I yeah. like that. Endor Knights. Yeah. I oh love, yeah. I love this shirt so much. Yeah. Um. So basically, we just wanted to, you know, get you on and just gab at Star yeah. Wars. Um. How'd you get into watching Star Wars? Was it like first day, 1977? You were like. No, I saw. I saw it in the theater. I'm old enough to. Have, I was one. So I don't remember it. Oh yeah, um, it and counts. I t- yeah, it, it counts. counts. So I was in a, my parents were in a drive-in theater, probably Orange County. That's where I was born, and probably in the city of Orange. And uh, they, I, I was swaddled like a baby, and so I don't remember it. But I always joke that you know the force kind of seeped into my brain at that point. But the first time I really remembered, I have vague. Me- I didn't see Empire in the theater, but I have vague memories. I always confuse Battlestar Galactica and Star Wars as the same thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it was uh, it was Jedi '83. I said Jedi. I was seven years old. Uh, at uh, Theater in San Luis Obispo, California, my hometown, uh, where we moved around 82. So, yeah, um, it was the trailer. I was at a friend's slumber party, and I saw the trailer for Return of the Jedi, and I didn't know what I had seen, but I had memories of Grimorian guards and Luke igniting the green and that stuff, and I was like, that's that's for me. Yeah. And just connected right there. What's your favorite Star Wars? My favorite Star Wars movie? Yeah. Um, it, it's, it's Empire Strikes Back now, and I'm one of those people that... 
went from Jedi's my favorite mm -hmm. and Ewoks are great to oh, I understand the complexities of Empire more and that's my favorite film. Yeah. I still have a soft spot for Jedi. As you guys, will, I'm sure, will discuss here, I pretty much love every Star Wars yeah. film yeah. from a certain point of view. Um, <laughs> but Empire's, Empire's the standard. Same. Yeah. So I'm a, I'm a huge fan of the Star Wars prequels, much, to, uh, much to Ryan's Listen, chagrin. man, there's kernels of, of, of diamond in that, <laughs> that pile of shit, but like, it's okay. <laughs> Um, yeah. And I wanted to like maybe take a second to maybe try and change their minds about the prequel trilogy a bit because I know well, you're a prequelist. I, I, I coined the phrase prequelist describe me and Joseph Scrimshaw over on the Force Center podcast. Yeah, and, and Joseph's the one. Uh, thank you. Uh, when, when Joseph came on Jedi Alliance, when I was hosting with Maud Garrett, um, it was about 2014, 2015, before before Force Awakens came out. Um, I had met him at a, at a at Stanley's LA Comic Con. I actually was Kamikaze back then, before they realized that name had some trouble attached <laughs> to it. Um, <laughs> and uh, we came, became fast friends. And he, and, and he came on. He came on to quote defend the prequels, which is a weird clickbaity title to do for an episode. And then we just kind of connected over it. So that's I, what the title of this episode is called: Defending the Prequels. Defending <laughs> but it's been a journey for me. I don't want to lie and say that I wasn't extremely disappointed in 1999. I got heat stroke, heat, heat exhaustion. Heat stroke's dramatic. Heat exhaustion waiting for tickets in Winneka, California. Damn. Mm -hmm. And saw it 10 a.m. that Friday morning with my friends. And yeah, I was disappointed. Did yeah, you, but it's been a journey. Uh, were you one of those people who like, you couldn't believe it? You're like, no, nah, man, it was, it was good. I saw it eight times in the theater. Yeah. yeah. It yeah. doesn't have like a, doesn't a cinema score. Oh, I don't know. Because it like it's there's there's it's up there because there's a ton of people who walked out of it goes yeah that was great and like, like in, right, the, right, in right, denial right. Yeah. it's like super high. Up. Uh, I remember when uh, Phantom S came out. I was in like second grade. Mm -hmm. and I saw the pr I saw the original trilogy because they re released him in theaters, so I got to see all right. three of them before Phantom Menace. Good, really good idea too. Yeah, yeah. and of course I'm like an elementary school kid, so I saw Phantom uh, Menace. I thought it was one of the greatest movies ever. I begged sure. my dad to take me to see it three times at theaters. Yeah, for like an eleven year old, right. it's dope. Yeah, it was. Yeah, and then as I got older, I'm watching again. I'm thinking. Wow, Jarcher is a lot more annoying than I remember. <laughs> I mean, it's a kids movie, and I, even I like have a hard time defending Phantom Menace specifically. Right. Uh, I actually I disagree with a lot of the consensus. I think Phantom Menace might be the worst. Uh, Attack the Clones for me is, is yeah. the worst. Yeah, yeah. there's yeah. a lot yeah. of Attack of the Clones. Yeah. Hate, hate yeah. Attack of the Clones is terrible. Trash, dude. I, I don't like sad. Wait, is it Attack of the Clones and uh, Revenge of the Sith the ones where all the memes come from? Yeah, yeah, most much. of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But see, so. Phantom Menace is like the only one that I feel is useless. Uh, no, I mean, but for what way? What way? What do you feel? Let's well, go it, let's dive into that. What do you feel? Well, because it doesn't have any, it doesn't progress the narrative of the prequel trilogy. It's really only Attack the Clones and Revenge of the Sith that are enhance sure. the narrative of It's kind of just like, like the setup that's necessary. Yeah, and yeah. it's a two and a half hour setup yeah. film. You see, I'm actually okay with that. Yeah. Because for me, Phantom Menace, it portrays Obi-Wan before he was a great Jedi Master Luke. It mm -hmm. portrays him as an apprentice. And then, of course, you see young little Anakin, and you think to yourself, how can the sweet young boy become one of the most ruthless people in the old time? Now this yeah. is pod racing. <laughs> okay, yeah. He was like, what, 10 the, at the time? The, the, it's, the pod, it's yeah. the pod racing scene, actually, that I really hate. I, just, I have hated that see, scene. That's my, probably my favorite scene. I, I love that stands, That's the standout. Yeah. I think it's, it's Ben so, Burtz. It's fun. I think like Phantom Menace's biggest problem can be summed up in the focus character should have been Obi Wan. Yeah, just it should have been Obi Wan. Yeah, yeah, they're, but they're, it was Qui Gon. Right. Uh, yeah, and they're the first draft of uh, Phantom Menace, if, if you read the book How Star Wars Conquered the Universe from from Chris Taylor, has the first draft. It goes in the first draft, and, and Obi Wan's kind of the main character. He should have, and, and it works. I, and I do agree, Phantom Menace could have been squished a little bit, and mm -hmm. maybe Phantom Menace Attack the Clones could have been. 
uh, included. I just like it as a, as a world-building movie uh, set in the state of the galaxy. And The Phantom Menace is Palpatine. Palpatine's one of my, you know, not, not Sheev. Sheev uh, is one of my favorite characters. I mean, he is one of my favorite characters, but I'll list others above him. But he's one of the most interesting characters in Star Wars, and I think his, his story truly begins in Phantom Menace. I do so like right. the story a lot. And the politics of, of the prequels are fascinating, and it actually drives me crazy that people are like, get the politics out. It's it's my Lucas's, favorite stuff. It's Lucas's... Lucas is political, yeah. and everything he's yeah. ever done is political, and this is his view of of government, big big entities, and, and how we trust them. Yeah. I think that we can all agree that the number one problem with Phantom Menace is killing Darth Maul. Well, I I mean, they've we rectified that, like, real hard yeah. over, No, 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 no but I mean, like, yeah, sure, sure, the TV show is rectified, but come on. Like, oh, yeah. At the time, number one mistake well, you know, Kill, killing Darth Maul. You got to get Dooku in there. You got to get the all those robots. Dooku, I mean, Dooku. Like did Dooku. you have to? Did you have to if you kept Darth Maul alive? Did you have to get I, Dooku in there? Yeah, I think I think Dooku's an infinitely more interesting character than Darth Maul. Darth Maul's a blunt weapon to me. He's and, cool. And, yeah, because yeah. because they don't because they don't yeah 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 because well, they don't do anything with him. It was disappointing, but I think that. But again, that's to me kind of a little bit of, of the Sith point of the Sith, you know. Uh, but Darth Maul was it was shocking when he died. Mm -hmm. It was like okay. Now, my favorite Jedi <laughs> does come from Phantom Menace, Qui-Gon Jinn. Oh, Plo Koon? Qui-Gon Jinn. Oh, Qui I do Jinn. like Plo Koon, though. <laughs> Opal Rensisis. Yeah. Yarl Poof. All oh, those names. I yeah. love it. I used yeah. to play as Plo Koon in uh, the PS1 game. Kiati Mundi. Kiati Mundi. Yeah, look at that what forehead. Was the Star Wars Jedi Power Battles. <laughs> yeah. Remember that oh, game? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I loved that game so yeah, much. Uh, Qui-Gon Jinn was always my favorite, and mostly because Liam Neeson. It's, I'm yeah. a huge yeah. fan yeah. of Liam Neeson. Yeah. Um, yeah. I really like just kind of how he's not... He doesn't really like what the Jedi Order has become. Mm -hmm. He tries to like teach Obi Wan like the ways that he believes the Force should be, and like yeah. kind of he's right. Yeah, he is right, and that and that's part of the appeal to the pre the story of the prequels to me, and why I love Luke and the Last Jedi is it's a connective thread of be careful of what you trust, and these are institutions we grew up with. But maybe and even a Yoda talks about eh, something's up, something's a little different, new breed of Jedi. But it's beyond that. Qui-Gon, Dooku, that's what Dooku to me is a tremendously fascinating character. He was the f grandfather of the Rebellion. Yeah. He said uh, something with the Republic and the Jedi aren't right. He just became a Sith. <laughs> yeah. He was, he was yeah. on, the, he was on yeah. the, the side that was making it not right. Yeah, and so I, d I don't like the term Grey Jedi. I think that's a, that's a comic book term, mm -hmm. uh, quotes around that. Um, but I like conflicted Jedi, realistic Jedi, which is what I think Rey will be going forward. Yeah. And I what Ahsoka so. became, too. That's what I like about yeah. The Last Jedi a lot, because I like seeing Luke, um, and I saw a lot of Luke and Qui-Gon, like a, a lot of Qui-Gon and Luke yeah. in The Last Jedi, because he was like, yeah, I tried to rebuild it the way it was, and it failed Didn't again. Yeah. Yeah. This isn't working. Something yeah. has to change. But Qui-Gon's great. That wig is great. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> oh, <wig>. boy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but Attack of the Clones, I, I, like, all this stuff, this, the mm. whole subplot with Anakin and Padme, I think is awful. <gasps> I think yeah, I think but he like cuts that pear in half with his mind I mean, and like sends it to her like sexually. Flirts? Yeah, force flirts. <laughs> force flirts. So weird. I think Attack of the Clones is where Lucas is directing hurts him the most. Yeah, and yeah. it hurts him in the other ones too. Oh yeah. But even Jedi, even Return of the Jedi. Um, but I think Attack of the Clones, the chemistry between Hayden and Natalie wasn't there. Mm -hmm. Natalie, by this time, if you believe the the rumors of the set, was not happy to be in a Star Wars film, uh, which is why she's not in Sith as much. Yeah. Um, so. It, and then that, that C-3PO 
head swap moment. Oh one yeah, oh, 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 where he, he's like where he he pees on the head of a battle <laughs> droid. He goes, "Die, Jedi!" Oh goodness me. Yeah, yeah. But I, but I like the stuff with um with Kamino and Obi Wan yeah. doing the whole yeah, thing with Detective the, with Kenobi's the, great. Yeah, Detective that's that's Private cool. Eye Kenobi. Yeah. I, I think that stuff is really good. You know, I didn't. I was really hyped up for Jango Fett. I was kind of disappointed by Jango Fett and. Uh, no, I was disappointed by Boba Fett. I was disappointed by what they you did. No, screw ten Boba year, Fett. Ten year old Boba Fett boy? Screw Boba Fett. I was talking about Jango. Yeah. How, you, I, yeah. I agree with the argument that it was a mistake to separate Anakin and Obi Wan in Attack of the Clones. Yeah. Because they spend yeah. most of the movie apart, so you don't get the development of their relationship. You don't mm-hmm. see them when they actually work well together. So when Episode Three hits, it doesn't hit the way it. it could have. But they have that one yeah, line. Yeah, I agree Where it's like, I saved you six times. And it was seven. Oh, yeah, yeah. They have that <laughs> But line. I do think that Hayden... That gun darkness. <laughs> <laughs> I do think that Hayden and um, Ewan McGregor have good chemistry. They do. I think they do. But I do. Especially but in three. They use three it. is where they, have, where they shine yeah. the brightest. But, but I, I, I could see the idea that you needed to squish them up a little bit. Because we could say, hey, we have the Clone Wars, which does a great job. It's a great reclamation project. But most people don't see that stuff. Yeah. And right, yeah. If you're judging yeah. just on the films, right. then it's not enough in the movies. In in episode two especially there's just not enough there to yep. flesh out these characters i will say uh one aspect of attack of clones i do enjoy is kind of the mystery behind the clone army like there's yeah. like like sifo d is like oh this dude like this jedi randomly created this and then like maybe the sith are behind it and like mm-hmm. it's like it's like i wish that was a little more fleshed out yeah there, there's uh, there's but a question, it's good like, enough where i like that and actually i'm glad you're here this yeah. question like was it sifo or was it dooku it was pretending it, to be Sifo-Dyas. It was. It was. Oh gosh, I have. To, did they kind of because Clone Wars they bring Sifo-Dyas back? It was Sifo-Dyas at first. Yeah. He again was one of those Jedi that didn't like the way the Jedi Order was going and yeah. felt when he, the Republic needed to be protected. Saw foresaw the battle coming, but yeah, he is killed, and I think Dooku finishes the job, so okay. to speak. Right. It, but I could be wrong on that. I, I'm rusty. I got a live yeah. schmodown on yeah. June second, and Ooh. I uh, <laughs> I got to study. You got it. Yeah. Good luck. That that whole Sifo-Dyas thing, I remember being just so confusing the first time I saw it. Because I was, you know, younger and everything. Yeah. But I'm yeah. like, I don't know what they're talking about here. Yeah. Well, and he didn't. And he, to be fair, like in Sith, he didn't come back. But this this is Lucas. That's why I have I get a little uh, amused with the battle over new canon now. And what's this and what's that? Because yeah. Lucas didn't care about his own canon. He just <laughs> took the story where he wanted to go. So Sifo-Dyas was a typo. It was supposed to be Sidious. And no kidding. Yeah, what? A, it was a typo. What? And they oh, kept it. Jesus. They just kept it. They liked it. They're like, ah, George was kind of like at some point during the script More mystery. production was like, yeah, let's go with this other character, Sifo-Dyas. That's insane. It was supposed to be Sidious who, as a Phantom Menace, did it. Sifo, yeah. that's yeah. really funny. And it makes set, sense. Yeah, set his own <laughs> army. So George just, remember Ara Singh in, in Phantom Menace was a character, this bounty hunter that shows up in the pod race, that he was like, oh, you, you, you'll see more from her. She never showed up again. Clone yeah. Wars, she did, and she's a great character. Oh, okay. Boba Fett's kind of adopted mother, but um, yeah, George. George just doesn't care about his own kid. <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, stepping away from the movies real quick, yeah. I know I don't remember what your opinions are on this, but that the Emperor is actually a good guy and he's actually doing all this to like stop this alien invasion from that happening was in the, the original. That was the original expanded universe. And yeah, I hate that. and that yeah. stuff's gone now. But like, were you yeah. like, is that done? So dumb? this is where you look, and everyone, if you love any part of Star Wars. I celebrate that, right? Yes. I, I don't take anyone's joy away from anyone, and I say that to preface. I I grew up in the, you know, I was in my 20s during a lot of the EU post-Timothy Zahn. Oh, I was yeah. in high school, and that came out. When I Chewbacca was killed by a moon. Yeah, I don't like any of the EU. I don't. I don't. Tim- Timothy Zahn's novels are great. The Heir to the Empire stuff is great yeah. then. Not yeah. good, not great now. now. 
um, Jedi Academy trilogy is where I stopped reading it. Mm-hmm. And so I understand when someone's like, I don't like Last Jedi, I'm going to stop. I understand, I understand because I did that in the mid-90s. So the Yuuzhan Vong and the threat from the outside and they're not, they're impervious to the Force is some of the worst Star Wars <laughs> ever. <laughs> That's what I was wondering about. Yeah. yeah like, like Dash Render. Dash Render's not a great character. All the, Mara Jade's not a great character. All the stuff that people hold on to that they wish Disney didn't get rid of. Disney... It didn't seems get like rid of anything. They're just finding the time to bring like characters back. They're like cherry picking the good stuff. Like like Thrawn's back, and Thrawn's awesome. As, as they say in the story group, we will use it when we feel it serves the story well. Yeah, yeah that makes a whole lot of sense. Like I feel like I always thought that Mara Jade would probably come back if because when when um when the whole rumor was mm. like oh uh, Rey is Luke's daughter. Sure. Uh, I thought that maybe Mara Jade would be yeah. her. Oh, her I mean I I, th- I mean there was that casting call for twins. Yeah. So I thought oh they're doing oh. the Jason uh, Jaina Solo thing. Um, I like some of these. I love Thrawn. I love Talon Card, which is a, a Timothy Zahn character. Uh, Rook, which Warwick Davis voices in Rebels. So I, I think there's a lot of great Tag and stuff. Tag uh, You know what's funny? I just picked up at Earth the 2 comic. today that yeah. Tag and Bink yeah, I picked I, that up too. I never read it. Never and read it. I wanted to read it because they're, they're in solo. They're in they're solo. Be, yeah, yeah, that makes me excited. Yeah, John Kasdan's playing one of them, right? Yeah, so yeah. who wrote the co-wrote? Oh, the he re- that's right. Re- he that's co-wrote awesome. it because he was a fan of it. He grew up. You yeah. Know? His dad, who he co-wrote solo, doesn't. There's an interview recently where someone's like, "What do you think about this?" And Lauren, uh, Lawrence Kasdan's like, "I don't. I just. Uh, <laughs> I wrote two of the movies. <laughs> I don't pay attention don't to the other care. stuff." <laughs> so it's like, "Oh yeah, you made canon. <laughs> you don't so care." So you about like, it. so you like the Clone Wars TV show? Love it. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Yeah, yeah, I think the Clone Wars TV show. And again, you know, it's you know, it can't like fix all the problems, and mm. because you've got to take the movies for as they are. But I think the Clone Wars TV show fixes a lot of the problems of the prequel trilogy. Yes. First, it, well, first yeah. you had the the Tartakovsky like two D one, which yeah. was great, which is yeah. awesome. Yeah, that those were yeah. amazing. And then yeah. the three D one, uh, uh, that, that first season <coughs> I wasn't super hot on, yeah. but I'm glad. Ahsoka I, wasn't great. It yeah, was, I'm it glad I finished it because man, that that Clone Wars series is awesome, man. Yeah. It's really cool. Yeah, yeah, I, I think that it definitely helps. I wouldn't say it fixes the prequel trilogy because like the films being the films and and being that being a lot of what general audiences go to see they're not repaired by what but like clone wars helps it helps develop and, and expand at least you yeah get it makes with, it a complete story yeah, yeah you get more with plo koon um, yeah. he turns grievous into an actual cool character yeah yeah grievous, yeah yeah, yeah. well well yeah. in tartakovsky series anyway yeah yeah oh no yeah. he's actually right we were discussing this that grievous in tartakovsky series is the boogeyman yeah he's awesome yeah. and terrifying yeah, yeah, but yeah even in uh the, the dave filoni series they use the same grievous from revenge of the sith yeah matthew wood's voice I believe, uh, yeah, Grievous is one of the bigger disappointments to me. Yeah, and I love yeah. and I do like the character, but and and it's fascinating. The, the cough comes from an injury that's no longer canon. Uh, Mace, Wind, <laughs> Mace, Mace Windu hurt him before yeah. the events, so mm-hmm. I, I'm fascinated by that. But that's no longer canon. But yeah, Grievous looks great. Great design. Didn't seriously like like the coolest out. design. Yeah, and completely underutilized. Like but that, four but arms, four lightsabers. How do you fight against that? But yeah, right. You don't right. <laughs> I that's still that's think a Star Wars tradition though. Something that looks cool but it's not too important. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Boba Fett. That's whole how Boba Fett started. Like Boba Fett was yeah. like this really cool design, and then he dies yeah. in Return of the Jedi. Like it's if you if you just take Boba Fett in those two movies, yeah, not that great. Oh, Boba Fett's one of my least favorite characters. Yeah, yeah. He's hey, not. Don't cool. tell the internet that. Oh, oh no, we did a Force Center. We did an episode two weeks ago called the Cult of Fett. Yeah, and. Uh, <laughs> Uh, we generally have pretty positive fans. But we had a f- we had some very unhappy. That's fantastic. That's great. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I actually agree with you. Boba Fett is one of my least favorite characters I, as well. Yeah, he's he's overblown. Yes, he is. Yeah, he he's one of the best designs 
Like everything should be held to that standard. Does it look as cool as Boba Fett? Yeah, yeah. Captain Phasma looks as cool as Co- Boba Fett. Just yeah. as useless. Just and as, it sucks because I love Phasma and she was completely. I will see that I, she's completely <laughs> useless in the last. Yeah. Jedi. I really hope that every movie kills Phasma. <laughs> I, I, I hope she comes back and dies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But yeah, and the, book, the book, the book, the Delilah Awesome book is fascinating. It's interesting. It, it it does a lot to the Phasma character. Like it 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 makes it a little more alive. But yeah, movies. But I don't know. I mean. Lucas, one of his mistakes in the prequels, and I, and I admit to it, is he fell in love with a lot of his things where, coming out of Jedi, he, there's a great interview where he's like, the mistake a lot of directors make is they build these big fancy sets and then, then they feel they need to spend the whole movie there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's kind of a tradition of Maul, Fett, Phasma. You look cool. But you're not important to the story. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's okay. Again, I like the prequels, but they relied way too heavily on CGI. That's the one thing that doesn't hold up for me. Yeah. yeah. It, yeah. it has, it like, Jar Jar looks terrible oh. now. Yeah. Looks terrible. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but was a forebear for what's to come. I, my, I actually have more of a problem with like every clone being CGI. Oh, yeah. It's really yeah. bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I'm still happy. I still have my copy of uh, Phantom Menace. My DVD copy still has Puppet Yoda. So does mine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, so oh, yeah, yeah. This is actually where I differ. I hate that puppet. Really? It's weird. I, I think it's, 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 I just, I'm, I'm a fan of tra- tradition, man. I just like how I love silly puppets. Yeah. I mean, one of the reasons why I will watch um, Attack of the Clothes, as much as I don't like it, is the final fight scene, the two-minute fight scene between Yoda and Count Dooku. I hate that scene. <laughs> it's oh, a little I disappointing. Like it. I like it. I, just, yeah, I just think of she, Yoda as like... As Yoda, and it's like I just like that's not what I want to see. I understood. I I, yeah. I, I I saw it like three or four times in the theater, standing ovation type of applause oh, every, yeah. every time it happened. People love. I it remember the time. commercials were saying Yoda demand, like yeah. you demand, oh, but it's yeah. Yoda demand. I'm like, this that. is nuts, yeah. guys. No, I was just excited because I remember seeing um, Empire, and we see Yoda for the first time, and it, he's revealed that he's a great Jedi master. Yeah. yeah. And then in uh, Episode One, he's there. It's like I want to see Yoda be a Jedi, not just sit down and just be like, mm, yeah, yeah. I have a question for you. And we do got you, our answer. Did you think that Yoda is the head of the council? The first he's time the, we saw it. The first the time, first we saw, time it. I saw it, yeah, I did think it was head Because he's not. It's Mace Windu. It's Mace, right, Windu, it's Mace yeah. Windu, yeah. Which I didn't know. Uh, to the Yoda thing, and this is the problem with a lot, this is why at Force Center we sell shirts that say speculate responsibly. Um, <laughs> the toughest thing, and I think we're going to see it with Solo, uh, even though I, I, I have... Good sources saying that's going to be one of the best Star Wars films ever. Okay, uh, man, that's good to hear. Yeah, yeah. I'm interested um, about that's it. Yeah. that's from someone. It's very close. Um, so, um, but when we get our answers, because you spend your whole childhood going, I wonder what Yoda was like. Yeah, and then you get the answer. Oh, he hopped around and screamed and weird made. Yeah. I don't know if that's the answer I wanted. Yeah. And this challenge is, is fans and fandom nowadays is to is to have those expectations. We all should have them. Mm-hmm. Speculate away. That's part of the fun of this. I spent so many days on the playground at school going, "This is what's going to happen in episode seven. <laughs> and then when I, it's not my story. I just I want to kind of release it, and just take it for what it is. But that's where a lot of problems come because it's like, well, that wasn't what I dreamed Yoda that's did like, for fifteen yeah. years. That's Infinity War, less like. That's oh yeah, we've no. been speculating Infinity War for like a year. Yeah, yeah. No. As you should, as yeah. you should. No, going off a little off topic. When I was when Spider Man Three is coming out, I was yeah. speculating to all my friends on the playground how the astronaut that uh, Mary Jane ticked yes. off, yeah. how mm. she left on the altar, he was going to become Venom. <gasps> I was Jonah, completely wrong. It was a uh, J Jonah Jameson's son. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I yes. was like, there's no way how he can't become Venom. But straight from the animated series, I was like, man, they're actually yeah. going to do it right, and they yeah. didn't. No, they did right, not. Right, right. So yeah, I understand what yeah. you speculate responsibly. Like when Last Jedi was coming out, I had my uh, fan theories, but at the yeah. same time, I was like, 
I can't oh, I let those Yoda yeah. puppet man looks. I love it. Oh god, it. that was so great. But talk about specula- speculation because Last Jedi, most everyone's speculation for that film was completely wrong. Yeah, yeah, which is why I love the movie so much. Yeah, me too. I've grown yeah. to, to definitely Sparks here. Uh, he helped me change my opinion on the way he was phrasing things, and like I was, yeah. I was coming at it with good all, job, Sparks. With, good job, Sparks. Yeah, with all my expectations, uh, and I had to let that all go of what I thought yeah. the movie should be. Yeah. and I'm like, man, that's a Ballsy, awesome movie. I, 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 w- I was fortunate enough to see it at the premiere, and I can tell you 100% fact, everyone walked out and went to the after party. The first person I literally bumped into was Ryan Johnson nice. and Laura on the other side, and I just turned to him and I went, hey, congratulations. And he went, hey, thanks. <laughs> everyone else around, uh, no one would talk Yeah. because we were all stunned. Yeah. And I didn't. I was like, I don't know if I want is that what I wanted for Luke? Yeah. And then you kind of stop and think about it and go, well, peace and purpose. How what? How did I want Luke to die? By the Kylo Ren in a lightsaber fight? Like, yeah. Nah, this is something different. And, and that's where the journeys, and I think that's where Last Jedi succeeds, is it does make you think a little bit. And yeah. That's okay. My my coworker, like, he hates Star Wars now after The Last Jedi. Like, he is, he is so, like, against The Last Jedi. I know a couple people like that. And, so I do, do I. Yeah. And he was like, I wanted, I wanted Luke. I was like, well... We got the Luke of legend. He yeah. sta- he stands in front of the first order and t- and yeah. fights Kylo Ren. That's that's what ignites the hope in the galaxy again. Yeah. And that's a I think a really people forget that moment because they're just so yeah. hung up on oh that's how he died. Yeah. Right, a lot of that. And look, I, I like I love Force Awakens and I love this. Uh, I love the I love the new era. I really really do. I have not never received a Disney check despite what the internet comment section will tell you. <laughs> you have it? We've got a couple. <laughs> yeah, did you get your Marvel checks? Yeah, totally. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> your DC checks. Um, but what I just, I, I am disappointed I never got to see Han and Luke on screen together again in the big three. I, I, I Yeah, absolutely. But I love the choices and, and, and the choice that J.J. made yeah. to keep Luke to the end. What do you think about Carrie Poppins, as she's been affectionately called? Car- yeah, Carrie Poppins. <laughs> uh, I love the moment. I love the scene. I love what it means. Uh, did it look the best? Did it look a little weird the first three, four times I saw? It? Now I'm fine with it. Yeah. But yeah, no, it, it was it was a different. <laughs> it take was a big hurdle for me. Sparks, yeah. how'd you put how'd you put that sequence? Because you said she could have done what? Oh man, I don't remember. Uh, I, I think I remember like you were saying like she could have like used the force to fly around a star destroyer and destroy the star. Oh destroyer oh, the star. oh yeah, I was saying if if she can do that, why not? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean it, it was. Cons- consistent to some of the new canon stuff where the Force comes into Leia's use when, when things are, life is in danger. Because she's not trained. She's not trained, and, yeah. she, and she was supposed to be trained and then decided to not turn against it. Mm-hmm. Not turn against the training, but to stay into politics because she could better help the galaxy. But in for, uh, Princess of Alderaan, she uses the Force and doesn't even know it in a life or death situation. In Bloodline, she uses the Force uh, to get out of the napkin bombing in a situation she doesn't, it's life or death. Mm-hmm. So this one is life or death. So I do like that, that it's, yeah. Good. but yeah, the, the, the force. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's, it's not always a video game. It's probably the dog will remind ways. us. Yeah. Yeah. But that's the yeah. thing that I had to get over is yeah. because like, this is all made up like fantasy baloney, right? Yeah. So no, like, no, no, ev- no. Everything it's that a documentary. It's, it's real life. <laughs> yeah. Everything that we, we've accepted. It everything. all happened a long time ago yeah. in a galaxy. Yeah. Far, yeah. Far, far, I was far away. But like this, the one thing that trips everyone up is like an old lady flying through space, but like yeah, yeah. the 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 aliens <laughs> and everything else is like in, insane. A muppet, a muppet, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, I. That's I where I was like, that, I I could get over it. I I really liked that moment. I thought that moment was fine. It didn't bother me. Like yeah. when the movie was over, it, it weirded me out actually how many people it bothered. I was yeah. like, I, I, I mean, I'm yeah, kind of okay. It it was. I remember seeing it the first time. I went, oh, this is this looks a little awkward. This might not, but but the moment is great. Yeah, you're right there, Sparks. To, and, to, and, to and, tell you that. Yeah, go ahead. 
to tell you the truth, I think what it was is that there was that you felt the air leave the room when yeah. she was shot into space yeah. because oh, everyone yeah. thought, oh, God, this yeah. is it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause... I don't think we can handle this. And then yeah. to the credit of John Williams' score, it's the score that sells the moment for me. Yeah, to be oh, honest, because oh, her yeah. her theme swells up, and that really just makes it beautiful. Yeah, I, I agree with that. There, I think that's why I really do love that moment, and yeah. and it's great. And then she flies back in, and you know, cuts the uh, the holograph uh, image of the star destroyer, the supremacy, in half. She cuts it right in half, where Holdo eventually will yeah. break it off. So yeah. it's like it's this cool little moment. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got it. Little, uh, you, you, yeah. you, I was actually never bothered by that. I was more scared that this is they can't kill Leia in this way. Right, I was right, just right. so relieved she, they Since, didn't. Yeah, and then I, when, when I, she's flying back, I'm thinking, yes, and then some of my friends I was talking to, like, how did you do that? That's I'm like, guys, you do realize Leia is also strong in the Force. Yeah, yeah. Remember in, yeah. episode se- in episode six, they're like, oh, yeah. Huh? There's, right. many, yeah. there's many new canon stories that imply that she's stronger than Luke mm-hmm. with the Force. Yeah. I mean, yeah, if, if you guys read the, the book from a certain point of view, I have, I've only read passages. But okay, read yeah, read the, read the one of, mm-hmm. of Yoda on Dagobah. Sparks, are you there with me? Yeah. Yeah. Yoda, Yoda 100% said, no, that's, that's kind of the chosen one. Yeah. And he wanted, he wanted to train her. So, and Obi-Wan was like, nah, take the farm boy. Yeah. <laughs> so I really like how Rey is, is a nobody in, yeah. the, in, the, in the movie. Because people were like, well, she's not related to anyone. Well, no, no, no Jedi was. Right. It was it was only Luke who was related to someone. Yeah, Plo Clone was his own man. Yeah. yeah. His own creature. Mace Hell Windu yeah. took out an entire yeah. Mace Windu took out an entire droid battalion barehanded. Man, that's the coolest I, thing. I feel like love that. I, I, I mean I love it too. I think that the audience's expectations got skewed because because JJ Abrams treated Force Awakens like it was a mystery to be solved. Oh yeah. I yeah. mean JJ loves mystery boxes. Mystery. Yeah. Yeah. And that and that and that I think is the problem. It set up this this kind of expectation that the audience built right. for itself that, that didn't need to be there. I, I agree. And that's where the speculative responsibility kind of came from in a force center because yeah, I remember saying kind of what I told you guys earlier, saying it on an episode of Jedi Council, I think the week of Last Jedi and people kind of got upset like well, we should have the right to, I mean, we wanted to know who Snoke was. And I'm like, oh, yeah. I was like, you're right. Let me clarify. Yes, absolutely. I did, too. I had my theories. Yeah. I, I thought Ray was a Kenobi for a while mm-hmm. and wanted that. Um, but then the answers came, and it was like, oh, this is a better answer. I like this yeah. answer. Yeah. Whether it sticks or not, I'm worried, but Well, same. we can get Snoke stuff in uh, Resistance, right? What do you think about Resistance? Oh, I love that idea. I, I, uh, I am not an anime, classic anime fan in mm-hmm. the sense of I, I, I love... Robotech, the Harmony Gold, Americanized version of, of Mac Ross. And, and I say that because then people go, oh, have you watched Masupito? No, I haven't. <laughs> uh, I watch Robotech. It's like so, saying I like Voltron. Yeah. Oh, did you watch Go Lion? No. Yeah, no. No, no, no. No, yeah. I did not. Um, I am really looking forward to that type of series. Uh, Dave Filoni saying it kind of came from his love of aviation, World War II, his, his father and grandfather flying. Um, I love that story. And the start of Resistance, we're going to get that. We might see Ray Sloan. We might see... Or here, I should say, a little bit more about Gallius Rax and some of these characters that have been introduced in New Canon, but we haven't heard the answers yet. So. Yeah, I really would love to see more. Because one of my most frustrating things about the new trilogy mm-hmm. is we don't know the, really the politics of it. Well, the thing yeah. I really like about the prequels is we, get, we know so much about the politics. They overcorrected. And, yeah, they overcorrected was what I, is what I said about Force Awakens. And I was really hoping The Last Jedi would fix that. Mm-hmm. But there's so many questions of like... Well, wait. The first order, and like you would see, you see how in the expanded material. Oh no, the New Republic didn't have the the right. range that the first order had, and then that's how it was able to take over so easily. And yeah, one of the most important moments in in the Star Wars story now is 
that balcony scene with Corsella and Chancellor Vilchum and, and, and Hosnian Prime being destroyed. It's mm-hmm. two seconds. Yeah. But that is them learning a lesson too late that Corsella came there to tell them the First Order is real, the threat is real, and they were like, ah, whatever, kid, Leia's <laughs> a warmonger. Yeah. That's the state of the galaxy in two seconds. So I wish, I do wish Force Awakens laid out a little bit more. Me of too, because yeah. I have so many questions. I, I, uh, I want to ask you, Ken. Um, yeah. There's the narrative out there that, like, there hasn't been a plan, that they're kind of flying by the seat of their pants with the new stuff. Mm-hmm. How, how do you feel about that narrative? It's somewhat true. Yeah. I had a, I had a yeah. It's true, all of it. Yeah, I, I have uh, a, a friend, well, I guess I can say it now, I, I don't want to get her in trouble, but she wrote one of the stories and from a certain point of view. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, we were at Star Wars Celebration last year, and I was, I was like, wow. Um, how, how, how did they sit you in a room and like tell you here's she was like no they just said go write your story and I was like really because you're writing a pretty important character it was the one of, of Brea Organa uh, on Alderaan when she when Alderaan blows up yeah. mm-hmm. like that's the biggest that's a big canon addition she's like yep they just said go write the story and so that was the first time I'd heard like oh they don't have a big whiteboard with little note cards up on there. Right. It's the story group's plan to like try to make it all make sense after the fact. I think after the fact. That's why you see Holdo's a great example. I love that character. I love the Holdo maneuver. Great moment. But Laura Dern played it different than the character read in Leia, Princess of Alderaan, which is mm-hmm. Claudia Gray's excellent Isn't book. Isn't she more like eccentric? She's more of, Lu- think, Luna Lovegood. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, okay. And so there was, even I was kind of like, whoa, whoa, I guess she got older and she's not a hippie anymore. It That's cool. for 40 years. Yeah, she's yeah. got her hair got color hair. still. Yeah, she changed her hair color almost in every chapter in the book. Um, and then it was, Ryan Johnson just kind of casually in an interview not too long ago, said, oh, yeah, we actually had a version where she was this more hippy-dippy character and it didn't work. Well, Cla- Claudia Gray wrote her book after the fact based on those initial takes of the character. Sure. Oh, <laughs> man. These books right. come out based off the movie scripts. Don't forget that. So that's why some stuff seems to Doesn't connect oddly or enough like that. But, yeah, to answer your question there, Sparks, uh, checking in on the phone. The ninth caller, thanks, yeah, thanks for checking in. Um, yeah, I wish... I wish there was more of a plan, but I, mm-hmm. I, 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 this is speaking for myself, don't want it to be MCU, everything's connected. I like artists being sure. able to tell their stories as needed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think we'll the, only, the only problem comes in when it's like J.J. Abrams is like, oh, I'm going to set up all these answers yeah. because you think that exactly. oh, so they have a plan. But then Ryan Johnson comes in and takes the baton and like... No, I'm just going to do... Exactly, exactly, because that's what makes me nervous is because there there wasn't... Like, I understand not having a plan for all this, you know, yeah. the spinoffs or the books or all that. Like, that's okay. But but when you know you're doing the, the episode title trilogy, mm-hmm. it feels like you should kind of really have a pretty solid agreement on what you're, you're piloting there, even if you're changing over directors. Yeah. And I feel like J.J. Abrams put a lot of stuff in setup that, that Ryan Johnson... Ju- and again, I like Last Jedi. I'm not upset about it. But Ryan J- Johnson just slapped down to the ground. Now we got Abrams coming back in, and I'd be lying if I said I wasn't nervous about him kind of backpedaling you, you sh- on some of Johnson's choices. Number yeah. number one, you should be nervous. Two, uh, my argument to that, and I, I, I here you, you're a fan of Last Jedi, so I'm not I'm not arguing with you. But I don't think Ryan Johnson slapped it down. I think that was his answers, yeah. and people didn't like yeah. the answers. Yeah, um, right. Snoke, I love Snoke dying. That's why I almost laughed. 
and, a, and like I was like applauding mm-hmm. myself, like, yes, kill that useless thing because yeah. yeah. it's not important to the story. Kylo Unchained is important to the story. Yeah. But then everyone's theories, uh, you know, got tossed out the window. Yeah. There's this T-shirt I remember seeing at like Long Beach Comic Con mm-hmm. from a Star Wars Your podcast. Your Snoke theory sucks. Your Snoke theory still, sucks. Still sm- yeah, uh, Steel. Steel Saunders, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's, and he, he, marketing genius. Yeah. yeah. But one of the things I was, when I went into Last Jedi, because when, when I came out Last Jedi, the first time I saw it, I was in shock. I, sure. Um, my girlfriend and I were driving back to our house. And I'm sitting there Me going, Infinity War. I, I don't know how to feel about this. <laughs> I don't know what. And then I saw it a second time with these guys. I'm like, you know what? No, this was this was good. This was yeah. a really well-written, well-created Star Wars story. It's an story. incredibly unpredictable movie. Oh, yeah, from totally. Sh- from frame oh, yeah. one, you're just like, I have no clue where this yeah. is going. Yeah. Look, like, right, 100%. Yeah, no, yeah, like, I'm seeing Luke Skywalker, and Luke's my favorite character. I love Luke Skywalker. And to see him, like, Get away from the force. I was hoping that he would show up with his green lightsaber, and start kicking sure. ass, ignite the green. Yeah, yeah. But then he's there with his blue lightsaber, thinking, "Wait, Ooh, that lightsaber." And him yeah. seeing how he saw the Jedi as a failure, his own hubris, and then Yoda coming yeah. back and going, oh, "Skywalker, missed you, have I?" Mm-hmm. I love doing Yoda. I'm sorry. It's great. And he's and he says, "No, failure is a good thing." And he finally, That's how you yeah. learn, you learn from your yeah. Family. And well, like like that last quote where he stares into Kylo Ren's eye and yeah. says. I will not be the last Jedi. And you see Ray with all the rocks. And of course that famous scene where she's like, oh, I feel something smack. I love that scene. Yeah. 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 There's a lot of good humor in the <laughs> Well, uh, Last Jedi, uh, Anthony Bresnik in a VW said it best that uh, this is the first Star Wars film about growing old and growing up. Yeah. Star Wars mostly is about growing up. So I always say this. Uh, a lot of people didn't connect to The Last Jedi. Uh, and that's fine. Yeah. Uh, I, Logan, I connected to Logan because I have a I have an old, broken gr- man with a gray beard who's and you have metal st- you know, uh, knives that come out of your I, hands. I, I yeah. kill people with my claws. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> so I connected. So you're whole other side from yeah. Me. I connected to that movie more than any other superhero movie ever. Yeah. Um, yeah. Loved Wonder Woman, but didn't connect to it because that's not necessarily my story to connect to. Yeah. Um, right. So that that's a lot of the Last Jedi too. Is, is a lot of people didn't yeah. connect. Where I get upset and I pulled off. Uh, fighting about it online or saying mm-hmm. bad things is is when I think some there's been some people some people will be like yeah well what about this it's like ah oh, you completely misinterpreted that scene and yeah. and or didn't watch the movie <laughs> yeah like the scene right. when Luke faded away into the force I was right. really bummed because I was hoping he would come back in uh like he still could yeah he still could sure. as a force ghost but when he passed away the first time I saw it, I was like I don't like how Luke died I was like sure. and then I thought about it, I was like no. He accepted the force again. He went into the force. He, mm-hmm. it became a part of him, and he was like, "No, it's time for me to pass on and let this I, finally a new generation of Jedi mm-hmm. rise and rise. make their own choices, learn from the mistakes I, of the of the I, first I, Jedi." I'm right there with you. I was shocked. I was yeah. shocked, and I was I was like, because we have the knowledge that Carrie Fisher had passed away, right? Mm-hmm. So we're thinking he's gonna go into nine, right? They changed this, or they're not taking, and then they they kill him. I was shocked. But again, run it through through your brain if you're out there listening and you're not, still not sure about it. I submit this is a possible idea. It's like he, the peace and purpose thing, which Ray says. You know, he is Jedi are pacifists. Mm-hmm. That's their purpose. I can only protect you. I cannot fight a war for you. Qui Gon, yeah, Brandon's yeah. favorite yeah. Jedi of all time, even yeah, yeah. over Opal Francesis and Depa Balaba. Um, <laughs> so he stayed true to the core of what the original Jedi beliefs were. Yeah. A lot of Jedi felt, and, and, and they shouldn't have been generals of armies. That's what Sidious's whole plan was, yes. that he turned them into generals, so that mm-hmm. when he was like, hey, the Jedi tried to attack me, the Senate was like, okay, I believe that. One of the famous uh, quote or memes of all time, General Kenobi. <laughs> yeah. Do it. Exactly. So, so here you got Luke. He runs away, for, he runs away from, from what I feel are good reasons and realistic reasons and fear, and, and he fails again, and that's the whole Yoda thing. Do it mm-hmm. again. 
Oh, um, yes, fear. Fear is the best teacher of all. <laughs> there you go. Thank you. There you go. Make that my ringtone. So I love that Luke decides to come back. You just uh, made my day, Ken. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, decides to come back kind of on his own terms, remains a pacifist, doesn't kill anybody. Nope. Pulls the ultimate Obi-Wan, uh-huh. stalls so that the rebellion can live on, yeah. and dies... Uh, a peaceful death, painful, mm-hmm. but peaceful death with great purpose and knows that his, this will be inspiring. And, and that's the broom kid stuff, the Tamari blog stuff. Um, but that, but going to the core where, and I give credit to my, my podcasting partner, Joseph Grimshaw for really, really honing on this little detail. Jedi don't fight. Jedi wouldn't go out and take down walkers with a lightsaber. They yeah. wouldn't do that they unless prefer, they had to. They prefer not to go into aggressive negotiations. Yes. Right. Yeah. There was, there was this the book that I got. <laughs> no, there was this book. <laughs> I remember very specifically, there was this book I got when I was when Phantom Menace came out called I Am a Jedi by Qui-Gon Jinn. Did you have this, Brandon? No. no it was oh, pretty I much, did not have this. It was explaining all the the whole life, how you build a lightsaber, the did force. Did explain Metaclorians? No, did not, thank okay. God. But They've really turned their back on But there on was this one, one passage I remember about the force, and it straight up said, the first sentence, like, a Jedi will only use the force for defense, mm-hmm. never to attack. <laughs> and even my dad, he would, like, tell me that. It's like, like there's, I, got, I was bullied at school, mm-hmm. so he always told me to never throw, he's like, Ben, think like a Jedi. Never throw the first punch. Only defend yourself. Yeah. And weirdly enough, I carried that through my entire life. So yeah. going going back to um, the Last Jedi, one of the things I think the Last Jedi is really great for is Kylo Ren and Poe Dameron's story. Okay, because yeah. Poe Dameron was basically a blank slate coming out of Force Awakens because he was supposed to die. Supposed to die, yeah. Um, so Ryan Johnson he was? was able to. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, it, that moment when they crashed the crashed yeah. the Tie Fighter. Yeah. Oh, he was not supposed to come back. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, a short. That's a short sequence. Yeah, um, <laughs> and they liked them so much that they got bought him back. But he was Oscar F and Isaac, man. Yeah, yeah right. Uh, but he's not really a character until the yeah. Last Jedi. W- so Ryan Johnson was able to create a character in He's Hal Jordan. And yeah. uh, when you have, and then Kylo Ren, he was able to bring Kylo Ren into such a great position mm-hmm. uh, at, at the end of Last Jedi. I'm worried that J.J. Abrams will come back and be like, "Oh no, it's a Ray." Well, Ray needs more developing, but I'm worried that he'll focus more on just kind of and less on Kylo Ren. Ray's yeah. a, a Palpatine uh, Kenobi, and yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I'm, I'm slightly worried about that too. Yeah, yeah. I love yeah, Kylo yeah. Ren so much. Yeah. Kylo Ren's like the best. I think personally, the best thing from this new this new. Trilogy. I agree. Yeah, yeah. Like, he is such a, a well defined character. Kylo Ken, Ken. yeah. He's such a Darth Vader fanboy. I love it so much. No, I love him more in The Last Jedi than I do in The Force Awakens. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when he's like looking at the the first hit the, uh, what was the ship called? Which one? The, the Snoke ship? ship. The Supremacy. supremacy? The, the Supremacy. Mm. Like, when the Supremacy gets destroyed, they have that beautiful fight with the Praetorian Guards, <sighs> so and he good. just looks at it and says, no, kill yeah. it. Just kill everything. Let's Let something die. else rise. Right. And I'm like... But they're but they're both right. Yeah. Both Ray and Kylo are right. Like, yeah. you've got to... But Ray's like, we got to learn from the mistakes of the past, yeah. where Kylo yeah. Ren is like, no, just destroy it all. Well, I think mm-hmm. that's the true lesson, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But Kylo, you're right. Uh, the thing about Kylo that I love, um, and I look at... I've said I'm not a huge superhero Marvel MCU guy. I love the movies. I like, appreciate yeah. the movies. Uh, and but every time I'd go to your comic shop when you worked there, did you ever see me looking at that stuff nope. there? Other <laughs> than Hawkeye, Hawkeye, the only that fraction run of Hawkeye because yeah. yeah, Pizza, Pizza Dog was the Pizza best Dog's superhero the best. ever. I still have that issue. Yeah, that's good. Uh, that's one of the greatest issues uh, of anything I've ever read. Um, up there with the Silent Snake guys in GI Joe. Um, oh, yeah. Anyways, uh, um, Killmonger to me is the best Marvel villain for me. Because when I hear him talk in that movie, and other than Michael B. Jordan being good, I'm like, oh, no, I think he was right. Yeah. I yeah. think he's justified in a lot of what's going on. Ooh, that's conflicting. 
Kylo, if you put it all together, not just even the movies, and I know I know we should try to keep it to the movies, but look at even the even last shot, which is the new book about Solo. It it deals with him as a parent with two year old Ben, and he's oh man horrible at it. And Han wants nothing to do with it. Yeah, you look at Kylo and you go, yeah. Yeah, you might be right yeah. in some of your anger. <laughs> you know, you want to believe it that Luke and Leia and at the end of Return of the Jedi, like all uh, your heroes yeah. were like, they continue to be heroes and Han Solo was a great father and blah, right. blah, blah. But when you really look at it, like well, I think what J.J. Abrams and Ryan Johnson kind of was like, actually, these guys are not equipped for what we decided to give them. Yeah. I, uh, I, this is going to sound like mean to Star Wars and I love Star Wars. Uh, I think before the, the Before the Last Jedi, most of the Star Wars movies have been relatively surface level. There's not a lot mm-hmm. of like super like emotional depth, like a, like until the Last Jedi. And I think that's why a lot of people are not connecting with it because they're expecting like a fun popcorn movie where mm-hmm. this movie actually challenges you. I don't know about and you. And it challenges like your the, your love of the character. So like, oh, you thought Luke was gonna be this hero? No, dude, he ran away. I don't know about you, but I cried when Obi Wan died the first time I saw New yeah, Hope. Yeah, you were like nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I I understand. I totally understand what you're yeah, saying. Yeah. I I think there's a lot of there's a lot of depth to it and all that kind of stuff, but a lot of that might be because people have podcasts about Star Wars shows now, yeah. and yeah. we spend hours and hours and hours looking right. into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When when yeah. you dig past just the films, then yeah. but but the films themselves don't don't dig as deep as they yeah. overall just don't dig as deep as they could. But yeah, yeah. But the originals I, can be forgiven a bit for yeah. it. But I th- yeah, but I also think that's George's design, his statement of of uh, it's for kids, meaning. It is for 12-year-olds on the cusp of adulthood. That's what he clarified yeah. very directly at Star Wars Celebration this year at the 40th anniversary panel. I wrote this for 12-year-olds because you're about yep. to learn what the world's about. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, that's it. But I think The Last Jedi comes along and says, be careful about your heroes. Yeah. Be careful about what happens. Yeah. And that's why I do love grumpy old Luke. I love that. I, I love that. Because yeah. he, he messed up. So I want to I gab a bit about my favorite Star Wars film, Revenge of the Sith. Oh, um, I thought you were going to say the Clone Wars movie. Do it. I took my poor grandfather to see that Clone Wars movie, and I thought it was like, oh, this is like a new animated thing. Oh, and it's just yeah. like, oh, this is like a setup for a TV it's show. It's the first three episodes. It's, it's just, first three or four, yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry, Grandpa. <laughs> the first half of that movie has got some cool stuff in it. Yeah, the action's cool. The action's cool. The animation wasn't yet. Don't we get more of Asajj Ventress in that? Uh, no. I don't care, but we meet Ahsoka, which is... Yes. Troublesome at, at first, but Ahsoka's now one of my top five favorite yeah, characters. She's become such a great character. But definitely yeah, but then Zero the Hut and all that. Oh, oh yeah, yeah Zero the Hut. Little, oh, little no. stinky uh, Rod of the Hut. Like yeah, that, love, your poor grandfather. I love Revenge of the Sith because of how it just all comes together and how you see Palpatine like a Mustafa. The the, the, pro, the Palpatine's plan wasn't was to get the Jedi to be distrusted by the Senate. That was yeah. all it was. He's a menace. Yeah, to see all that kind of like. Oh, of he's the Phantom. Oh, I get it. So to be fair, I thought it was Darth Maul until like today. Uh, um, yeah. uh, so, and I really like the moment when, uh, when he fights Mace Windu, uh-huh. and you get this moment of, okay, I'm going to take you in, yeah. but if but Anakin looks at it like, oh my god, and Anakin's like all yeah. freaking out. However, if Mace Windu was like one second slice, okay, now can we we can <laughs> talk. <laughs> You see, I really like um, Revenge of the Sith because of Anakin's turn. I also just really like melodrama, and that movie is filled oh, with yeah. melodrama. Old school yeah. theater. Dude, it's like Mel- soap yeah. opera. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but watching yeah. Revenge of the Sith. Unlimited power. <laughs> I love that scene. Yeah. But watching and Revenge of the Sith. You are lost. But seeing um, like this, when, when 
uh, Anakin is talking to Sheev when talk Palpatine. They're getting closer and closer and closer. Like, mm-hmm. have you ever heard the tragedy of Darth Plagueis the Wise? It's, it's, it's one of the greatest scenes in Star Wars. Yeah. I I've, can't tell you how often I just quote that randomly. I like love that. If somebody asks me a question, oh, have you ever heard of the tragedy <laughs> of Darth Plagueis the Wise? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's one of the greatest memes in the world. Yeah. But just George hearing Lucas that. has a cameo in that. In he's the Baron, before Baron that. Papanota, yeah. yeah. And then, of course, he's like, is it possible to learn this power? Not from a Jedi. Yeah. 13 on me is going, oh, no. Oh no 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 no! We had no. a we had a friend yeah. that I just recently uh, reali- uh, found this out from uh, Sparks Sparks and I uh, that he, uh, our friend didn't know that Emperor that Palpatine was the Emperor. <laughs> oh, that's look. Oh it, yeah, no no. Oh okay, wait, I know what, what you're referencing. How? We had no no no. Hold on hold okay, on. Right. He didn't explain that well. When we <laughs> when we were in high school, <laughs> our friend before Episode Three came out. He told us, and he was a huge Star Wars fan, he was convinced that Palpatine was not going to turn out to be uh, Sidious, that they were not going to be the same person. And, he see, oh. and they saw the original trilogy, too. Wow. They... Yes. Okay. Uh, that, that Palpatine, that Darth Sidious was a separate entity from, from Palpatine. He acknowledged that Palpatine would still eventually become the Emperor. Right. But, but that Sidious was his own separate entity. I mean, that's, that's, that's some good theorizing. Is, <laughs> Darth Sidious, is Darth Sidious mentioned in the original trilogy? No, no, just no. It's just no. the emperor. Yeah, just, just the emperor. Yeah, yeah, the emperor. We yeah. learned that yeah. name from the. Um, we learned it from the novelization of New Hope, I believe. I learned it from it. an action figure. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it, but, it, but again, uh, we'll talk. We do want to talk about Sith, but yeah, with Snoke, it's like we'll get information on him. Just oh like yeah, we got yeah. information on the. Emperor. I think Resistance. Yeah. Hopefully, we'll get. Some yeah, more absolutely. On that absolutely. One. That'd be nice. Yeah. But yeah, I'm really looking forward to Resistance. Yeah, I am too. I, I, tru- I truthfully am fine with Revenge of the Sith. My, Same. I only have t- two problems really with it, which is General Grievous overall. Yeah, and uh, and that's because I really loved Tartakovsky series. And Tartakovsky series had come out just before. Oh and yeah. So I went in there expecting something I did not get. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other, I just I. I wish they did a little bit more to convince me of Anakin's turn. I just have a really hard time believing that he got pushed far enough to go kill younglings. Yeah, uh, actually, I, I, I we've talked about we've talked about this, Brandon, where I felt like it would have been a more powerful scene to me if in the Jedi Temple we saw him going to march in and and like kind of arrest the Jedi essentially, yeah. and the Jedi the Jedi get defensive and and they militarize and they fight back. And Anakin is forced to like he he almost accidentally kills his first Jedi essentially, and then it just spirals out of his control. I, I want to actually mm-hmm. run this by by you, Ken. Um, I've always had the idea that George included that bit where he kills younglings mm-hmm. uh, because there's a uh, I won't say a problem, but so Master Skywalker. There, what do we do now? There's a thing in fandom. Source Bandu is that character's Man, name. Man, I love wow. all these names. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> yeah. So I think that. I think that we he have did. an issue in in fandom to idolize the villains. Yeah. A lot of the times, and Darth Vader is a villain. I think they've always kind of struggled with not making a hero because of how mm-hmm. much people like him a lot. Mm-hmm. So you always got to put him against someone worse. Mm-hmm. And I think that that killing youngling scene was George Lucas' way of like, oh no, guys, he's a horrible person. It, it, in terms of you know, I come from the pro wrestling worlds. So in terms of wrestling, it was to try to get heat on the character. Yeah. It's try to try to like he's a heel. He's he's bad, right? But you're right because what happened? What happened to wrestling in the mid '90s is people went ah, that whole Hogan character. He's boring. Mm-hmm. We like that Stone Cold. We like yeah. The bad he flips guys. you off. Yeah, beer. So yes, there is this theory, this idea of. Of you know, v- uh, you know, we like Vader. Now Vader has a redemption story, right? And there's yeah. some, that, that that's separate. But yeah, I think in that moment, I, I forgive Lucas a little bit. It, it just 
with a lot of the prequels. Again, as much as I love the prequels, there's a, an execution issue with some of it. No one was really telling them no, and they rushed into production, sometimes shooting stuff before the script was done, you yeah. know? So, uh, again, read that book by Chris Taylor. It's fascinating. So I'm okay yeah. with that moment. And, and what, and what, uh, what you're saying here, Sparks, about uh, the Vader turn is, is, is it happens fast, but I think that, you know, if you had squished a little bit of Attack the Clones of Phantom Menace and given yourself more time, mm-hmm. I think even George kind of said that he the story went in a different direction than he planned because even he didn't plan it out. He yeah. didn't have a cork board with ideas, yeah. and so Sith didn't became more about other things. And he didn't have time. He didn't. He wanted the everyone knows the deleted scenes with Bai Ling as a senator and and Jimmy Smiths and, and Genevieve O'Reilly as, as Mon Mothma. Bail or God. Yeah, they, they, they wanted the, the start of the rebellion in that movie, and they had to cut that, Real too. quick, on Utapau, yeah. the leader yeah. guy with the crazy chin, what's his name? Tion Madone. Yes, it is. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, um, <laughs> we, yeah I really... So there's another deleted concept that I, I'm really glad they, they oh, kept. Oh, the, the, the... The baby Han Solo oh. in, oh, on, yeah. on Kashyyyk. Jesus. There was a baby Han Solo. There was going to yeah. be, like, a like young a Han Solo. Like, a, yeah... Yeah, there was a concept. It got, it got, it got as far as uh, Chewie was enough. Yeah, it got got as far as concept design. I yeah, was yeah. just happy to see Chewbacca. Oh, Chewbacca and Tarful. <laughs> Chewbacca and Tarful. Tarful. I will yeah. miss you. Thank you, uh, Chewbacca. Uh, yeah, Thank you. we almost Tarful. had we almost had a Han Solo, and we almost had a Qui Gon cameo. Uh, um, yeah, as a Force ghost, yeah, as a Force ghost yeah. at the end. But uh, I was hoping for that. Um, but. Uh, um, Liam Neeson almost quit acting because oh, of Phantom yeah. Menace. Right. So he oh, really wouldn't have gotten come back. Taken then. Taken is a great movie. Yeah. Taken no. two and three are not good. No. Yeah. Or nonstop. Um, <laughs> so, or the train the, one. The, the gray. But we did yeah. get we did get uh, a cameo of Liam Neeson in um, uh, Clone Wars. Technically, uh, Clone Wars right. and uh, yeah yeah and I was gonna say technically Clone to hear him but but yeah yeah Clone Wars great stuff teaches Yoda yeah the, yeah the, the answer that again and this is what George did. George said, and you read the magazines in the in the early 2000s, oh, you're going to learn why Qui-Gon didn't disappear when he c- gets killed. You're going to get that answer. We didn't get that answer. Yeah. George forgot, put it somewhere else. Little mention at the end. Yeah, doesn't Obi-Wan go like, Qui-Gon? Qui-Gon? Yeah. yeah. Well, Yoda's saying, yeah, he's going to teach you something. Yeah. Because we now know, thanks to the lost missions of Clone Wars, Yoda went on that little acid trip Burning Man uh, thing and uh, <laughs> Qui-Gon's the there to teach him. Yeah, it's great stuff. But Qui-Gon was the first Jedi to learn how to become a Force ghost. Yeah, it's, yeah, in yeah. Like yeah. a couple yeah. centuries at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone could maybe say different, but I think you're right. Which is which yeah. is why it's so weird that Anakin knows how to do it at the end of Return of the Jedi. Well, well he's the master. Again. Again. George George doesn't keep this That own. poor I feel bad for that poor actor, the original the old man Sebastian Darth Vader. Shaw. Yeah. 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 I like I, I would yeah. just keep I would love to yeah, keep them. Yeah. No, I got the when I got the trilogy, the D V D trilogy for Star Wars, I was excited because I was watching while well, I was watching um Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. And I got to that scene where Luke looks, he sees um uh, Alec Guinness as Obi Wan yeah. and then you see Yoda and then there's Hayden Christensen. Christensen. And, and like I remember smiles like, hey, what's No, I remember watching Return of the Jedi in the theaters and on VHS yeah. where it's the original actor and yeah. I see Hayden Christensen, I'm like, Why? I yeah. like I like a lot of the special edition Return of the Jedi. Like I pretty much prefer too, the yeah. end of like when all the planets celebrate yeah, I like the death it of Palpatine. I, I love yeah. the roundup yeah. song, yeah. but I, I don't I like mind that song. at all. Yeah. But that I don't mind. It's the Hayden Christensen that are like, Oh, I could have done without this. All right, Ken, I have a question. Yeah. When they re release Star Wars, do you are you okay? Do you not care, or do you hate the fact that Greedo shoots at the same time as Han? Oh, I I, I don't like it. Yeah, you yeah, don't like I it. Don't, I, yeah, it's all about it's. it's that's the, a character thing with Han Solo. He so you're in my yeah. camp. You're in the camp that Han shoots first. 
He, oh yeah, yeah. He did it because did. he didn't want to have like the hero Han Solo. Yeah, yeah. It was be a murderer. Yeah, that's the point. Yeah. He's not a hero. Right. He exactly. He's not a yeah. character. Yeah. I, I think there was a little. bit. I mean, remember when Spielberg took the guns out of walkie talkies? Wa- uh, yeah. Or I mean, there's a tendency to overcorrect sometimes, yeah. and, and I understand it. But um, but hey, George. I, I yeah. I don't. I don't like that moment. There's a lot of things in the special editions I don't like. The Jedi rocks dance number is um, horrible in Jedi. But when they re-released them on Blu-ray like a couple yeah. years ago, there was a huge uproar because I added even more stuff. Yeah, he, like the Ewoks blinking and it looks yeah. really weird. And then of course he, Vader is yelling. No. no. Oh, that's what Palpatine. I hate yeah, that. So I'm so glad that my version doesn't uh, have that. Shaw's eyes been removed, replaced by Hayden's and stuff. But, oh, but no. remember, remember George. The week New Hope was released saw it in the theater and made changes. No, I, you know, he, yeah, he, you can play he, with your work. He's an artist. You want. Yeah. I mean, the work's uh, never really Steven, done. Yeah. Steven Spielberg said that Jurassic Park was intended to be corrected as new develops and new development yeah, right, science right, was, right. was coming out. Yeah. But because of ET, he was like, Actually, no. It's yeah. I'm not. I'm not Jurassic Park still that. looks like better than everything. It yeah. does. It's insane. It's just that funny. It's insane. Sometimes you look at that and you're like, oh, okay. So Ken, yeah, we're gonna have to let you go now. Okay, it's getting that time. Uh, yeah. I I have a quick but, question before he goes. Yeah. yeah. Um, we've talked about it. I know how everyone else here feels, and I they know ask, how I feel. I want to ask. Um, okay. Uh, uh, how how do you want them to handle Carrie's? Character Leia yeah. for the good for the question. last one. That's a that's a really good question. Meryl Streep. And because like I know I know what I want, but I want to know what you what you want. Um, my my choice is actually Net Benning if they were going to recast. But um, oh okay, he, are you a po- are you okay with recasting? I am. Yeah, actually, I'm okay, okay with recasting. Too. Yeah, I don't think they need to anymore. Going into eight, we had a we had a couple of big discussions in the Force Center, and I give uh, a lot of credit to Joseph. He really drove this point home to me, where it's like. This Carrie is Princess Leia, and will always. I mean, ca- recasting's not an easy; shouldn't be done with an easy decision. Yeah. But that character, which is a character that's also been in comics and books and TV shows or anime and stuff, goes beyond Carrie. So the if the character needed the story of the character needed to be completed out of respect for that character and what that character means to a lot of different people, we should finish the story. But even as Ryan says in that documentary, uh, the director of the Jedi, which is amazing, call it the Force, God, or whatever, or just dumb luck, tragic luck, they got a complete version of that story, and I don't think you need the character of Carrie to go on, yeah. uh, a Princess Leia to go on. Now, that said, is there other things for her to do? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, how they are going to handle it? I, I think... If I had to put money down at the Gold Coast Casino in Las Vegas, where I stay every year, <laughs> forty bucks a night, um, it's I, pretty good. Pretty I, good. I, I, it is. Uh, so is the uh, cigarette smoke still in my throat <laughs> that I, I don't smoke. Um, I, I would put money down on she dies off screen, and and, and, mm-hmm. and that was that's like old too. age. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Starts but the funeral. Is that what you want to see? Yeah, that's 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 what I want to see now. Now, okay. Now going right. into eight again with that question of well, if the character, if episode eight ends with Leia grabbing a blaster, going, "Let's go save Kylo," then yeah, then recast, put Meryl Streep, put put Annette Benny. She kind in. of sure, like, sure. passed the role to like Poe in a way. Yeah. So yeah. like, yeah. she her story is kind of done. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, and and the, one of the greatest um, issues of of new Marvel Star Wars is the Poe Dameron number fourteen. Oh yeah. Uh, where it is almost they just kind of remix the story in Last Jedi in a weird way, where it is all about Leia grounds him 
she as a as a fighter pilot you're you're grounded you got to learn a lesson you i need you to be a leader and i'm not always going to be here at the last jedi actually gave uh, the poe dameron comic a little bit more new momentum yeah. because they're yeah. like oh no we now we know have a character that's why i was going to ask yeah. uh, forward. i read like the first issue of poe dameron but i just pick up so many comics i stopped sure. like, so does that deal with like less jedi stuff like, it, it it does like it does it does force awakens but in and i think they're going to do like post last tw- jedi soon so the first 25 issues pretty much go to right to I mean I can say minutes before Force Awakens but like a couple days before this is what the sense you get and then the issue that's in my car right now yeah. <laughs> it's waiting for me when I get home is issue 26 picks up right after Last Jedi awesome okay yeah. Uh, I, I saw this, yeah. I saw the preview. So anyways, I, don't, I, I don't I that was long-winded <laughs> sparks what do you want to see for Leia? I, well because I my specifically I don't want her killed I want her to to die of of natural causes like oh. like Yoda yeah. I want yeah, her to uh, just pass yeah. because I, I think that that doesn't happen enough in Star Wars. And I think yeah. that this is a perfect opportunity to to let somebody just pass. Yeah, I don't not want everyone has to die in a blaze I don't of glory. Want, right. you, I don't want the First Order to have killed her on some cruiser or something. So then there's, you know, this anger and upsetness about it. I, right. I just want it to have been a natural passing. I, I would love that. And, and, and if the story is told in a Claudia Gray novel, uh, which I know a lot of people won't. You know, a lot of general Star Wars fans don't read these new novels, but that'd be great. I want to read all the Claudia Gray novels. I hear mm-hmm. you guys, you guys yeah. on um, Jedi Council and Force. Yeah. You guys like praise those books so much. Like I, I really yeah. want to read those. Ryan, you gotta, you gotta. Uh, my final question is. Um, didn't mean to hit you there. No, it's, I'm Violence. very strong. It didn't hurt. <laughs> um, so obviously we have Solo coming out. Um, yeah. And apparently it's gonna have a hell of an opening. Apparently it's gonna be like like a 170 well, opening. If, if it's Ken's tracking. Believed, yeah. it's, it's, un- it's tracking for a record record weekend. That's insane. Yeah. I couldn't yeah, yeah. believe that. And Kathleen Kennedy's sure killing Star yeah, Wars. Uh, ex- and that's the thing. Like, I before this latest trailer, like I was kind of hesitant on Han Solo. Like, do yeah. we need it? Blah blah blah. All the sure. stuff everyone Fair says. Fair question. But like, y- you saying apparently it's gonna be really good. Like this newest trailer sold me more on it. Mm-hmm. And I'm just curious, like, how? What is what is gonna be the future of Star Wars? Like, do you think like in like five years we're still gonna have all of these spin off? Are we gonna have a tag and bing spin off? Do you think like uh, no. are we gonna go the MC- MCU route where we get no? Or they kill it to the ground, kind no, of. No, no. I think you, you, the saga films will stop. Yep. If they come back, it'll be a long time. Uh, you're going to see these Dan and Dave. I think I predict that they'll do more old Republic. Not necessarily the old Republic game. Get that out of your minds, kids. Just give me Every, some revenue. Everyone always revenue. tells me, Ken, you got to play Knight to the Old Republic. No, <laughs> but I you don't. do. I don't. Uh, uh, but these movies aren't going to be that. But they're going to yeah. be that era, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Johnson's, I have no clue on. That's the thing. They've announced like yeah. so many new uh, yeah. projects. Like, um, it's insane. So I think the standalones could go. I know. I know an Obi Wan movie is is out there to be made if they want it. Are we going to get a Star Wars movie every single year, regardless if with the, the, the trilogies? Yeah, I think for a while. Yeah. Yeah, I think for a while. But. Don't sleep on what's coming out on that streaming service. Don't sleep on that Favreau TV series. I'm oh, so hell, looking dude, forward to that. I am all yeah. about it. I'm so looking yeah. forward to that show. Yeah. Yeah. So I have, well, I have my final question. Yeah. With all these Star Wars movies coming out, with yeah. all of these um, the things coming to stream service, the Favreau TV show, are you scared of a like a Star Wars fatigue? Because we've talked about oh, good su- question. Yeah. We have talked about superhero fatigue quite a bit on the show. Sure. I even and brought up Star Wars fatigue a while back. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Yeah. Like Brandon, you you and I both have superhero television show fatigue. Not really sure. film fatigue, but what if uh, you Especially being not during Infinity War. the biggest Star Wars fan the fifth in the room? Biggest, yeah, the are you <laughs> the fifth best Star Wars fan? Are you scared of a fatigue? Or are you like, no, just give me more? I, I am absolutely scared of it, and, and I've seen that question debated a lot, and it's a great question. Um, because we'll never have that feeling in December of 2015 where we saw Force Awakens, and my, my heart was in my, my stomach going, yep. this better work. I legit cried. 
I legit cried during the opening crawl. My girlfriend's next to me. She looks at me. She's like, are you seriously crying? I thought you cried like at the cashier's concession stand but where, I, where I do <laughs> I, just no, like, I was so movie happy theater hot dogs <laughs> no. yeah just hold holding the ticket in your hand yeah. reading it's, it. it's real I was literally crying tears crying of joy I, look I, rem- I was at my old job um, I just started producing the Schmoes No podcast and mm-hmm. I got a tweet or, or saw some on Twitter and I got a text from I think Christian Harloff saying dude 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 check the news when, <laughs> when Lucasfilm announced that sale and I didn't Cry per se, but crying's okay thing. I, <laughs> I do it a lot. Um, I the excitement just took over my body. Yeah. Oh my gosh! I never thought I'd live to see this day. So, never, but I, flash, I, did I. flash forward to now, um, I I was uh, I wanted an Obi Wan movie before a Solo movie. To be same, fair, to be same, blunt, same, um, same. yeah. Mm-hmm. I think there's some great stuff to be mined there with Obi Wan. But um, as uh, and the trailers, I'll say this: I, I don't think the trailers are A plus trailers. I think they've been B B plus trailers. Yeah. I also think they're holding. I think, I think there's something they can't so, show or say. Yeah, and, and that's not insider information. Is Sana in this movie? Sana Solo? No, I don't think Sana Solo. No? Sana okay. Star Wars is. Okay. That um, would have been really cool to see Sana. I think. Sana I think. I think yeah. I, I. Oh, I was hoping Tessa Thompson would take that role. Me too. Or something like yeah. That. Me too. But I. But to, to to go directly to your to question. Yeah, I get uh, these Star Wars books, and I'm like, ah, another one. Yeah, I intentionally put down some Star Wars books and read a book on uh, Wyatt Earp and the OK Corral because eh. I needed something else. Uh, <laughs> the comics, enough. the comics. I'll go over to Earth too, and I'll get it in my stack. There's and eighty percent of them man. are co- Star Wars comics. Yeah. So many Star Wars comics, and I'm not reading them as fast. But I'll tell you what. Later this week, I get to go see Solo. Oh, and okay. All right. I am so excited for that moment because there's nothing greater to win the logo, whether it's Fox or Disney or Lucasfilm, when that logo f- twinkles, fades, and there's that silence, and you're, a new Star Wars movie is in front of you, there's nothing that's it's, taken it's that w- joy yep. away from me. Yeah. Even with Rogue One and The Last Jedi, I yeah. was sitting in my theater, my movie seat, thinking, I am so... I didn't cry like I did before Force Awakens, but I'm just yeah. like, this is amazing. Little I've seen it in Star Wars Little did I know, sitting film. in Rogue One, I was going to see my second favorite Star Wars movie. <laughs> 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 All right, Ken. Yeah. Thank you so much for doing yeah, this. Yeah, man. Thanks yeah, so much. Yeah. This was a blast. We went yeah. a little longer than I had assumed, no, but it was fine. a lot of fun. It's it's easy to do that when you're talking <coughs> Star Wars. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I know we didn't get a ton into the prequels. I'm, yeah. I'm never here to change anyone's mind, but I'll, I'll send <laughs> you guys a link to Force Center's uh, 30 Reasons to Rewatch the Prequels, and then maybe we can revisit oh, it. Right. I don't hate the prequels. Yeah. I want to make that clear. I don't hate the prequels. The hate I, is swelling in you It's now. just like when you have a bunch of kids, and like you don't like some of your kids as much as the other kids. That's all. Well, That's it's, fair. Uh, it's interesting <laughs> because I thought this would, I thought the, 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 the talk would be more of a prequel center, but we ended up talking about The Last Jedi a lot yeah, more than I yeah, it's, right. no, it's real right. good. No, but the thing, is about the, the, the thing is about the prequels is that they are Star Wars canon. I I, yeah. I I may not like it, but I'm still gonna buy it. I'm still gonna like. I'm still gonna watch them. Right, even right. yeah, you've, um, you've come you've come to accept them. Yeah, that's, the, that's the line that Luke says in Last Jedi when he's talking. He says Darth. He Lake says you must love the prequels. The, yeah, no. pretty much. Yeah. There's a whole thing where he's like, at the height of the power, they allowed Darth Plagueis to destroy there's, them all. There's cities, and, yeah. and that's a great. Yeah, I, I popped Luke says that. the word Sidious. Like, that's that cool. moment. Yeah. Yeah. But here's what I will do. Yeah. Fear. Fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. Hate. Leads to suffering. That's pretty good. I will not do that. I if, even if yeah. I don't like something from Star Wars, I may say I hate it. Right. Like I hate the way they handle Phasma, but I will yeah. still accept it. No, I hate Jar Jar. Yeah, I don't like Jar Jar either. Yeah, fair. However, he does bring a pal- Palpatine to power, so that is a big plot point. What's the name of the two-headed announcer guy in oh, the yeah. pod race? Foods and beads. Yes, it oh, is. That's so yeah. great. Thank you, Ken. That's so great. Yeah. How That's did all. how did you how did Sam Whitworth beat you? 
Uh, Whitwer is a machine. I yeah. can't believe that guy. He's up. like handsome and talented uh, and Star Wars fan. Like, screw him. Screw him. Yeah, yeah, we, we, we wanted to get him on, but we can only yeah. get no, <laughs> him. No, it's fair. It's fair. Um, so yeah. where can people find you? Give us some plugs. Yeah, absolutely. Like, you know. Plug away, right? You can follow me at Ken Napsuck. That includes Twitch. I have the Napsuck Files podcast feed, which has a Patreon page as well, if you want to support and uh, get into some bonus stuff there. And then uh, the Force Center podcast feed. Is with me, Joseph Grimshaw, Jennifer Landa. Check that out, and that's where my my true passion of talking about Star Wars is. Uh, I, just, I do appear in some other places, including Collider Jedi Council, and of course the movie Trivia Schmodown. And uh, I don't know when this comes out, but if you're local, if you're local, June second, El Portal Theater, North Hollywood, California. Uh, me, Joseph Grimshaw, and Alex Damon from Star Wars Explained in a number one contenders trivia battle. It's something else. I've got some cool stuff planned for my intro. Oh, uh, yeah. Come on oh. out if you can get tickets at uh, schmodownlive.com. Sounds exciting. Right Sounds on. exciting. Cool. All right, man. Thank you so much. Thank you, Ken. Thank you. May the force be with us. Thank you, past us. Ooh. Yeah. And thank you again to Ken Napstock for coming over. Yes. Future. Uh, cannot thank you enough. That was a lot of fun. It, it was. was, man. Yeah. Just uh, talking about Star Wars. It's real yeah, good. I wish we could have had him on the whole episode, but yep. that was already yeah. very long. Yeah, hopefully we can do something again some other time. Solo, I agree. <laughs> um, so we are skipping the book club this week. Uh, my fault. Um, I'm not. No books for you. I'm not ashamed to admit that. Uh, it is not fair uh, to Sparks to have me not read the book club twice. <laughs> so I am. Yo, I'm, man, you're going to learn about critical mass next. Mm-hmm. Next week we are going to do Sparks' book club, uh, Rising <laughs> Stars you Volume could, you, Two: you, Power. You could say that. Uh, this is the Order 66 of comic books because the government... Never mind, I'm just going to stop. <laughs> All right. Please stop. Yeah, okay. But Sparks, you did have a question for us before we get out of here. Ooh. I, I did. I thought instead of a book club, uh, we talked about Infinity War last week and we talked about the movie, but we were running long and a little rushed towards the end. And I don't think we got to talk much about uh, some of our more digested thoughts. Certainly, I've thought more about it in the weeks since we saw it and uh, what we think it means for the future. So mm. that does mean spoilers. So if you have not seen Infinity War as of yet, skip to the end. How have you not mm-hmm. seen it yet? It's impossible. Really, exactly. this is the end of the episode. Just you know, don't yeah. Yeah. skip skip the just rest just of it. goodbye goodbye peace. <laughs> um, yeah, what do you guys what do you guys think about Infinity? Infinity. Uh, Infinity. I still I still am a big old fan of it. My uh, uh, I haven't depreciated it or anything. Like I'm still high on it. Um, I cannot stop thinking about the fight between Thanos and Doctor Strange. Yeah, dude. Uh, and his crazy hands and in the bands of Sidorak. Wait, when nonsense. he when he throws the when he throws the the mirror dimension at Thanos. Yeah. That's so cool. And Thanos is just like, no, 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 no. No, no, no. No, I finally saw the uh, Marvel memes uh, trailer of that. That's a good, it's funny, right? It was so it's funny. Really good. So Toby Maguire's all up in Like when Thanos came out singing, <laughs> yeah, that, I yeah. lost my shit. But even after seeing that, I'm like, I'm just like constantly quoting Thanos saying, in time you'll realize what it's like to lose. And just quoting the trailer, thinking, and I'm looking over to Fanny, I was like, babe, you want to go see the movie again? Like yeah. this weekend, maybe, possibly? I, I will say, um, there, was a bit of a, there was a bit of a news that came out this week. Um, uh-huh. uh, th- they've been actually really candid about the news, but one thing that, that Christopher McFeely and the other guy, cannot remember his name. McF- uh, it's, uh, uh, Christopher McFeely and something. I'll, Scott I'll, something. Scott Marcus. McFe- Scott McFe- Marcus. Marcus and McFeely. Marcus and McFeely. Yeah. Uh, they said that anyone, uh, everyone who died at the end of Infinity War is dead, gone, for good. And I... No, 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 wait, wait, wait. Okay, so their quote was exactly, the deaths are going to stick. Yes. Until That's they what don't. they said. Until they don't. But I, I really hate that. There are, like, millions of canned responses that you can give to a question like, like they were asked. 
you're you are not for a second going to make me believe that you have taken Black Panther or Spider Man yeah. off the table for good. We're knocking Miles Morales this soon. There's no way. In but hell. No, it's not even that. It's like Black Panther made a billion and a half. You yeah. did. Come on. <laughs> And another thing, James Gunn just announced that they're going to start filming Guardians 3. Chris Pratt said that. Chris Pratt, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah we're filming yeah, Guardians Chris 3 Pratt, even though we're all Chris dead. Chris Pratt said he's doing that with Mantis. I, I do think that there is an argument where you could say they're not technically lying because they're saying the deaths are going to stick. And you could argue that that only applies to Loki, Heimdall, and Vision. Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. Assuming sure. assuming that Gamora's death actually transported her to the, to the Soul Stone, which was technically not Con- a death, and then then confirmed. them being erased was technically not a death; it was an erasure or yeah. uh, a transference is, into the Soul that Stone. That's how I have mm-hmm. I have I have been talking about it as an erasure, and not right? A, not a and, death. and that's okay if that's you know what they're using to say like, oh no, it was meant like that, but. They they know what they're doing. They're trying to cover and make people feel like the ending was was legit. And I'm like, come on, like it had the impact it needed to have. Why are you trying to bullshit? Yeah, why yeah. don't you just say, hey, we're focused on the next one. We're just we're focused on this one, and we're 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 really excited for the next one to come out. We can't give any spoilers away. So, um, or my personal favorite response, you'll find out. Yeah. Uh, so we're all like hardcore in in the nerd the nerd sphere. Yeah. Um, I know we all hang out with a lot of casuals. Mm-hmm. How do your casual fans like it? How do your casual people like it? I have not run into someone in my personal life who did not like it. Same. Uh, I have also not run into someone personally who hated it. I have, I've had a couple people, and I've had to explain, explain to them, uh, you guys, you realize this is based on comics, right? And people never stayed dead in comics. Like, like I, to it, be fair, everyone in the MCU has stayed dead. Yeah. I mean, as of as of so far, what I mean is like they're like they're like. Well, I know they're all going to come back, and I'm like, well, I mean, I know this is like the first time this is happening, but like this is kind of standard in comics. Uh, yeah. Brandon, Brandon, I'm not counting Coulson. <laughs> yeah. Okay, because I was going to say that's a pretty that's a pretty glaring. Uh, as far as the movies are concerned, he's still dead. Yeah, um, I most of my casual friends uh, really like it. Yeah, 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 same. Yeah, uh, Sparks. yeah. I, mo- most people I know like it. Um, our friend Matt did see it. And <gasps> oh, is he not, the one who hates everything? He he is not a big fan of the MCU. Okay, and he <laughs> did like this one. He thought cool. this one was pretty pretty uh, ballsy. Yeah. Um, I don't know how he'll feel about it when the next one comes around because his whole thing is that he really likes catharsis and he really likes endings and because this had an ending for its villain and and was in a really dark place, he liked it. So I don't know how he'll feel going forward. But uh, he did like this one. Do you want to know how good of an actor Tom Holland is? That oh, that, that was improv. Yeah, he improved his death scene. Really? Yeah. yeah. The I don't want to go. So mm-hmm. was improv. Oh, him I and did him not and Downey Jr. Just like yeah, you guys just like have a moment. That was really really good. Yeah. Man, I love Tom Holland so much. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's a, it's a really good job. I'm. Yeah, I I've I've just sat on it for a little longer, and I've thought about things that I that I hope to see. Like I I definitely want to see. Um. The Red Skull return. I'm I'm pretty confident. Like this is kind of like because we didn't talk much about this, like the forward thinking stuff. Uh, I I think that we're definitely set up for uh, you know, a Tony's death. Absolutely, one hundred percent to happen yeah. in Avengers Four. I I've heard a lot of people talk to me about this where they think that they should kill all four of the original Avengers uh, as far as like the big four: Hulk, Thor, Cap, Tony. Um, and I vehemently disagree with that statement. Uh, and I don't think they should kill Cap at all, my opinion, anyway. Uh, I, 
Yeah. I can I can I go? I have a hard time speculating about Avengers four. It, it, same so do I because like I didn't know what to expect with exactly. this movie and I was wrong on everything. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, I like it, uh, this this it's movie. Hard. This movie like we talked about the, the with the last Jedi for Ken like the moment. You know, Luke tosses the lightsaber back in the Last Jedi. You're like, oh, I have no idea where this is like, going. Like, it's a first yeah. expectation. And then, and then Avengers: Infinity War. The moment Loki dies, I'm like, yeah. okay, I don't know what's happening. For now. five minutes in, someone dies. Yeah. Ten minutes in, two people die. 100%. And that's like what Ken said: speculate and responsibly. So it's it's hard for me to speculate something. Well, I mean, like obviously, I'll I'll speculate, but having. All, no information I, about Infinity War Part Two is really, di- really like new normally, for me. Normally, we can kind of because like we're so ingrained, we can kind of tell the trajectory. Yeah. But after Infinity War, we're like, oh, there's no road anymore. Like I, we don't I, have no idea where they're going. I'm I'm less I'm less inclined to speculation and more what I know I want to see happen. Right. Um, you know, like we talked about it in the special was like things like I want to see Thanos villainized a little more. Yeah. Um, which yes. I've had a lot of pe- I've had a lot of conversations with people about like what they think of him as a villain, uh, general audience members and, and nerds. And uh, there, there are definitely people who like uh, feel that Gamora's uh, Pat, you know, her, her death lacked impact because it wasn't as well built uh, up in the uh, previous films to have that connection with Thanos for it to mean anything. And I can kind of understand the argument, although you're, you're hindered by exactly what the films have to be anyway. Right. Um, So I kind of understood that, but they were saying that it's, it's hard for them. And this is kind of something I spoke to. It's hard for them to visualize wanting to see Thanos beaten the way that they've constructed him as a villain so far. And I'm like, yeah, they've got to, they've got to make him a little more like you really want to watch him get, get beat up. Yeah kind of villain if you're going to have all the heroes go after him yeah it's like it's like wow you know i i I paralleled him with uh valentine and uh kingsman secret service the reason why you want to see um uh sam jackson get his ass kicked is because he only favored the rich and powerful and everyone else can just go f themselves and just go die whereas thanos was like no it's fair it's random it's balanced balanced. so so you're just kind of like oh actually you have a really good idea so (laughs) yeah why the reason I'm having a problem trying to like, obviously we're like not speculating like what we want to see. I'm just like I'm not sure because I I figured this would be like parts one and two where Thanos won win, like I figured he would win like in the next movie or something. People you know were I mean? saying that that Thanos would only be in this one. Like you yeah. were saying that Thanos well, would only be in this one, and the I, next yeah. one would be the Scrolls. I will there. Yeah, I mean that, that's like that was like super heavy speculation. Like that's when like we were deep in deep in it pre Infinity War, going crazy, mm-hmm. um, getting closer to release. Um, I think Red Skull coming back is is. May, is pretty likely now that I think about it because now that he's not tied to the Soul Stone, he's free. Now that someone took it, he can go where he do what he wants. Now that he has like a weird cosmic power, maybe he's like, oh, now that I'm free, I can go be an asshole. I'd like to see Red Skull return. And not maybe not in Infinity War. And, uh, this, maybe not even like maybe general. not even in Infinity War or Part Two. Yeah. The, this was something that we didn't get to talk much about when we did the special. What What do we think that the the, the state of the Gauntlet and Thanos's arm means? Oh, man. I think it means. That E tree will have to build a new one. <laughs> I man, I don't know because he's able. He, he he can still use the stones because he teleports out of there. He right? Yeah, out of he can. Point. So I I I'm really not sure. You know, maybe they maybe they added that to say that, you know, it, it was so powerful that the gauntlet was damaged. Use it again in that sense because it was such a powerful move. Use it again, like maybe reactivate the maybe like everyone comes back. 
uh, it destroys it completely. Maybe yeah. That's my that was actually my um guess because I saw the gauntlet. Obviously, he just killed half of all life in existence. So that much, or he erased half of people. So just doing that move was probably like do that again. It's kind of like Maui in a uh, uh, Moana where he's like, if uh-huh. I get hit, if I get hit with my fish hook again, it's gone. So right. that's why I, I think it's I think it's more a like the gauntlet, at least the way they've established it in the films, the gauntlet can only do something that uses all six stones like maybe twice or three times. Like there's a maximum amount of uses and that, uh, that, that, that rem- gauntlet can that get would using all it. six stones. That would remove it as a future MacGuffin. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah. So like. Is Thanos the bad guy of the next movie? Because his story, like his story, is technically done, right? He won. He's retired oh, he's, now. You know what I mean? He's one thousand. He's one thousand percent still yeah, the bad I mean, guy. You need to get the gauntlet. Yeah, and I'm just like, uh, like they did. In, they did Infinity Gauntlet like all the way through, basically. And I'm like, man, I just I don't know what to expect. There's still, there's still things you could do. Yeah, I mean, Nebula, Nebula is probably going to get the gauntlet. Mm-hmm. I would assume. Um, but like, if that movie's called, if it's called Avengers Forever, man. Kang, right. Baby. That's that's something Kang, I didn't want to talk about. Like this was a. This it was a cool theory I saw that the next Avengers film was probably called Avengers Forever uh, because of the fact that we do know there is some kind of weird time thing, regardless of how it comes about. Yes, we know that there's some weird time thing because of set photos that we know uh, how it works or whatever. But it would be interesting if they did a story where the Avengers are kind of doing something through time, and in doing so. Uh, maybe Kang they off. mess up Kang's future, and that's why Kang will eventually be no, the next bad. No, big I want to. I want to. I want to take your expectation. I know how your expectations get. Kang will not be in Avengers Four. No, I want you to be. I want to. No, I'm, I'm probably not. Sure that- no, Kang. Kang will not be in Avengers Four, but I do think it's kind of like a backdoor anticipa- anticipatory setup. Yeah, could be. Uh, and Avengers Forever, because of the time travel elements related to what the Avengers are doing is I think uh, why they might call it Avengers forever. It's also just a really good title for the fourth film. Yeah. It's also it's like it's Avengers, Avengers, Furious. Avengers forever after a whole half of them disappeared. That's, that's a pretty good, that's a pretty good title. So I it's, can see why they'd go for it. And it's not uh, the first I, time that they've, that they've co-opted the title age of Ultron. I- exactly. I'm, I'm saying that I, I do think that I've always kind of hoped that Kang the Conqueror would be the next big bad after Thanos, and Avengers Forever is a story related to Kang, so if they did that, I would think that oh, they're trying to, to backdoor build to Kang, not necessarily have him. So, I still think the next phase is Secret secret Invasion, but that's just me. That'd be great. No, I'm not saying next phase. I'm saying next like like long-term big bad, like Thanos went over three phases. Oh, you know, I actually don't... Kang, I don't, Kang would be the next. I don't actually think that they should do this kind of setup again well you can never you can never have another infinity war like i don't think i don't i think this is as like but i don't think building up to a villain for 10 years i don't think what, yeah. another 10 year build up is the right move I no think absolutely not yeah i think you go with like one phase build up yeah at um, each. or maybe something develops along the way that becomes a bigger right and that's like that. that's kind of what i'm saying is i think that because again we wouldn't even see him in four i'm just saying like the events here could be the things that trickle down later to have him be involved. So Kang, the time boy, uh, he has a son called Iron Lad who disappeared in Exiles. So if you need another Tony Stark, get Kang's son. There you go. Guys, Shuri is going to be Ironheart. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. I know. I'm, I hate myself a little bit. <laughs> okay. um, anything else? Any final thoughts before we, we, we get out of here? Um, it's made a lot of money. I love it. Um, I don't want to speculate on Avengers Four. I just want to wait for it, see what happens. Long having, get off ha- the show. Long wait. Having having been able to sit on 
Infinity War a little longer since the second time seeing it. I realized I liked it a lot more the second time. Um, I'm I'm hopeful to see it a third time and see how I feel because I I, I think there's an amount of just I, I started paying more attention to individual performances and and what we could get out of that. Yes. Um, I I have to say like kind of uh, looking back on it I don't I didn't bother me so much but looking back on it um, I understand obviously but I'm a little disappointed in the lack of uh, uh, Captain America. I think he's going to be heavily featured in the next movie though yeah i, I yeah. hope so which is which is part of what leads to me feeling like you know man i really hope they don't they, they don't they ask him in say, the next one they did say that any that the major feature anyone who is got less one yeah yeah is, in, is a major feature than the next one yeah yeah that was something uh that was something that came up because uh i had people who again not like huge nerds like us who saw infinity war and told me that they were really disappointed with steve steve's presence in infinity war because of his uh big triumphant I, I mean, like in our theaters too. Like people f- love it when he shows up out of the shadows. Oh yeah, yeah. And and then uh, they felt like nothing really came uh, uh, to bear with him. That's a good point. I had a very. This is kind of sidebarring. Um, I had an interesting little debate twice with two different groups of people Ooh. about um, is Steve Rogers still a virgin? <laughs> and and uh, and uh, my my argument is: Have you looked at the beard he has in Infinity War? He's definitely a man now. Oh yeah, um, he's a man. Oh. And and I heard the counter argument that Steve Rogers being old fashioned, he'd have to be married. And I said, Well, who's to say he's not married to Sharon Carter right now? Yeah. Who's to say? Yeah. Who's to say? Yeah. Uh, well, in in Winter how- Soldier, in Winter Soldier, he says, "I'm ninety. I'm not dead." Yes. Right. Meaning that he's at least something it's been around i used i used that argument too but he's so he's at least kissed them but uh where, where do you guys stand do you think maybe steve is secretly married to sharon carter this is just for fun this is no yeah i i would say maybe like maybe like the avengers cap i can probably believe not not getting the ladies but after that like he's into the world he's, he's got a sweet beard now just mm-hmm. get the beard i think the beard i mean i uh... I don't know. <laughs> like, I, I mean, I can't see Steve Rogers just going around banging people. No, but he's... Uh, right. no, no. Uh, no, no, that's what I'm... I, I'm saying, remember his intera- his last interaction with Sharon in Civil War is uh, where he does kiss her, and they both acknowledge Very that that late. had taken way too long, that it took way too long to happen. Dude, she is... She is so trying to bang Steve Rogers so yeah. hard. Like, any chance that she and gets... And if it's been... Okay. If it's been two years, I'm just I I wouldn't be surprised if we found out down the road that that he and Sharon got together and met up. Hell yeah, I you know what, it. Yeah, in that I time. can buy that. I can buy that. Like uh, like Scarlet Witch and Vision. Yeah, yeah, bro, yeah exactly. sex, baby. If if you come, if if um, oh if, man, that's a good that's a good point. Sorry, go ahead, Ben. Like and if Avengers Four, um, Steve finds out that um Sharon Pat like will face like got, got erased, and they're like, what? Why? I was like, she was my wife. Arrow goes, wait, what? I would. I mean, that could... Sam would be the best man. He would know. Yeah, Sam. True. Sam. Not, Sam not would Bucky? know, but Sam disappeared. Sam did disappear. Sam did disappear. Black Widow would be there. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. there's this theory going around that people believe that Black Widow and Cap are in a relationship. Nope. No. No, I know no. it's not true. They're best friends. But I'm just like, guys, just because they're a guy and a girl, does people not think, mean they have to be people together. People think that that Bucky and Steve are in a relationship. Because yeah. It's, it's people That's think more real believable. People think that 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 you can't be best friends. Yeah. You uh, you made me you made me think of this. Uh, by the way, Brandon, I totally forgot this. This is another thing. Uh, general audience members, not comic book nerds, really totally 100% thrown by Vision and Wanda. Oh, really? Interesting. Oh. Came, came out, it felt like to them that it came out of nowhere. 
<laughs> you know what's funny? Uh, th- I've seen I've seen it three times, and uh, I saw it the two times I didn't see it with you guys. It was with people who aren't the biggest MCU fans, so like they didn't see Age of Ultron, so they don't know who Vision is. So you're 100 percent right. See Civil War. Uh, I don't know. Because Civil War, you get more Vision. That's true. No, yeah. Um, but I, the and, seeds, and, and the seeds do, are there in Civil War, but I totally understand yeah. what you're saying. They're but they're really small. Like we see them because we know. Like, we know from the comics what's up with them. But, yes. like, if you watch it without knowing that, that that's supposed to be a thing, it is not clear. Yeah, I can, totally I can see that. Yeah, because, like, we're and, uh, and I, in it. And it really threw them for a loop. Like, and it's like, wow, that was really... And I and I thought about it. I'm like, I guess that should have been a little bit more of a strong emotional point. Not necessarily in Infinity War, but in Civil War. Yeah. Because it, it does feel like it's such a uh, important moment, especially her having to destroy him. And yeah, I mean, it, it wasn't it wasn't well built to if you don't know the comics like to, I didn't even think about it, to be honest, when we were doing the review special, because I'm so familiar with that relationship that I it didn't weird me out. You know, I, I expected it. But people who don't, that was really weird for them. See, I don't think even like knowing the comics, if you even if you just look at the movies, I think uh, Civil War and Age of Ultron do a decent enough job showing that he's a robot evolving with emotions. Mm-hmm. So even if you've seen the, the previous movie, no, I, think it's it's, not, I think it's enough. No, I understand. But Scarlet Witch being with him, yeah, that's well, a little weird. Well, like, you see, that's, like that's he, the part they're talking about, the relationship between them. Even in the War, says he's evolving. So we know yeah. he's evolving, but yeah. him yeah. being with Scarlet Witch is, is a, kind of thrown into left Well, field. also you see the seeds in Civil War, so I think that if you've seen That's Civil War... Is it just, said, yeah. If you think it's just like people like banging robots is weird? I don't know. Um, okay, well... But I, again, but again like, like thoughts. Yeah. this this would be something where I think, you know, next time you guys watch Civil War, maybe watch Wanda and Vision and think about how uh, how it would look if you didn't know that was a thing from the comics. It is you know? weird. It is definitely... It is Cause like, weird, Because, yeah. like, we look at those seeds because we know, but... But when it is explained to me, like someone who doesn't know that, I I was like, you know, I guess that really isn't very well formed. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the pepper cash. I mean, it's it's, yeah. it's you know she's they're connected to the Mind Stone. Um. Uh, so fi- so final thoughts? Any more? Any more? You guys wanted to bring up before we get out of here? Mm. No, I'm happy with that. I like the movie a lot. Okay. So do I. All right, well, that'll do it for this week. Uh, yes. Thank you to Ken Knapsack once again for joining us. That was a lot of fun. Uh, hopefully we can do it again or another collaboration down the line. Uh, thank you to everyone who listens. Uh, There's not a show without you guys. Thank you. Uh, Jeremy Vellucci, who does our theme music. Uh, you can find him on Instagram at JB Jabberwock. A suburban Proctologist uh, is his show that he does on iTunes. Uh, Facebook.com slash Suburban Proctologist Official. Instagram at Subproc Podcast. He doesn't use any of that, uh, but find him on iTunes. It's <laughs> it's a uh, it's a great 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 show. Love it. Uh, Louis Barreto, who does our icon, uh, sorry, a logo. Who I saw at um, who I saw at a uh, uh, free comic book day. He was doing drawings and stuff, yeah. right? Yeah. That was a cool guy. Um, you can find him at Lens for Eyes. If you'd like to get in touch with us, uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all at Fake Nerd Podcast. Fake Nerd Guys at gmail.com. Uh, if you'd like to get in touch with us personally, I'm at BT McClure on Instagram and Twitter. Ben? Ben Magnet27 for both Instagram and Twitter. Ryan? DJ Tony Snark at everything. Hey, is that Dr. Fate? Who's that? That's no. Gold Guy. Gold? That's uh, Gold Batman. Oh, it's just Batman. It's okay. just Gold Batman. I've never seen that. Okay. Gold 1930 Batman. Oh. Uh, Sparks? Sparks Witty on Instagram and Twitter, S P A R K Z Witty. Uh, find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, Spotify, iHeartRadio, uh, wherever your podcast favorite, wherever your favorite podcast listening service Not is. Not SoundCloud. Not SoundCloud. Uh, until next week, guys. Uh, you know, stay fake there. May the force live long and May prosper. May the Cinco de Mayo be with you. Stay <laughs> fucky. <laughs> stay funky. 
<laughs> Stay fake nerds.